Perez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello and welcome to Burkamp Wonderland. Today we did six different podcasts. We had Trevor and Ferguson from the Guns and Yellow Ribbons podcast. We had Jassy the French Gooner. We had Femi from ABW. We had a Leeds fan. And last of all, we had Glenn from New York. Now, Glenn's dog ate his headphones, as you will hear. Now, I was considering not putting it in here because when you're listening audio only, it might drive you up the wall. But then, as he's the last person, you can just decide to not listen. So, here you go. Six more people doing their predictions. And tomorrow, there will be six more people doing their predictions. If you're getting bored of this, do let me know. But if you love it, send me some money in the post. I accept £50 notes. Thank you very much and enjoy the show. Hello, Gooners, and welcome to Burkhamp Wonderland, episode 6542 of the 2324 Predictions. Uh, this is actually my 13th guest, Unlucky 13, Trev. It's uh, Trev from the wonderful Guns and Ribbons podcast, and his partner in crime, uh, Fergus, is going to be with me at 7 o'clock. So you're going to get you're going to be at sandwich back to back guns and ribbons. You right, Trev? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. It's lovely to talk to you again, Dan. It's been a while. Uh, uh, there was a mention of me coming on with Ferg, but I spend enough time with him. I can't be doing with it, mate. You don't. It'll, it'll, only, it'll only be horrible to you, and it'll try and age shame you, which is uh, which should be a crime. Absolutely. Do you know what, Dan? Before you get into this, mate, I must say your intro commentary. You know, it's it still sends shivers down my spine listening to it. Ah, uh, it is wonderful. Brilliant. Oh, goosebumps. Goosebumps. Yeah, Uh, uh, yeah, I made that uh, about this time last year, I think. I thought I'd pull my finger out and try and get one done. And uh, I'm going to try and do some other ones, but it's short and sweet. And uh, because we had to stop using the Right Here, Right Now by Fatboy Slim because Fatboy's people didn't like it and they kept demonetizing the 50p we make every show. So it didn't didn't work out well. So we had to change it. Oh, dear. I know, scumbags. Uh, have you changed your video? Because your video and, and your audio are, are seem to be top quality. They seem to be better than mine. Yeah, well, the audio... Oh, oh what, me now, talking to yeah. you? Yeah. I don't know. Mobile, me, mate, I'm not technophobic. I'm right technophobe. If, if it's better than yours, it's more by luck than judgment, Danny. I bet all this time it's Fergus's shitty internet is making you look terrible. There. Agree, definitely. Uh, Just uh, make sure you mention that to him when you talk to him in a little while, please, mate. I will. I will point that out to him, and uh, I will. Uh, I will make sure that he knows. Um, yeah, how you doing? How, how, do, how do you think the uh, pre-season has gone? Because we've, we've been moaning a couple of times that yeah. it's not like the good old days where we would get at, uh, at five minutes to eleven o'clock on the last day of the transfer window. We were expecting to buy a dozen players under Wenger. Now. It's all done. Transfer season's dead to us, isn't it? Nothing's happening. My transfer deadline day podcast, I might as well just not bother now. <laughs> well, it's true, but for me, for me, it's much better, isn't it, Dan? Do you remember yeah. how we used to go into the transfer windows full of hope and expectation and nothing would happen until about two minutes to midnight on the last day and we'd end up with, with some players that some turned out to be okay and some weren't so okay, were they? So I'm much happier with it now, mate. And I think this particular one's been very good. Very happy with it indeed, mate. 
I think we have had probably the best transfer window in a very long time, back to back with the other previous ones that we've had. And it's probably one of the best ones in the Premier League just because of the top quality players that we've got. And we still looks like we're going to go after Raya and kudos to Ajax. What do you think about that? Well, Raya's come completely out of the blue, hasn't he? It's, it's, I think it's shocked about everybody. Um, I love Ramsdale. I'm a massive Ramsdale fan. And uh, I, I hope that they can play together for the club if we sign Raya. Um I am in a bit of shock because I didn't see it coming. But yeah, if we've got two brilliant goalkeepers, that's another position where we're not going to fall short again, isn't it? Because I think Turner's got a good goalkeeper in him, but I think he needs a little bit more development time yet. So that's good. I'm happy with it, to be honest with you, Dan. Mm. Yeah, we've had a couple that are going out. It looks like Aston Trusty's going to go to Sheffield United, which is really good for him. Best player in one of the best centre-backs in in the Championship last season with Birmingham when he was their player of the season, scoring goals in the USA national team. And now in the plane, he'll probably be a starter in the Premier League for Sheffield United. And yeah. uh, like, if, I mean, I'd sell Turner. Um, yeah. He's going to want first-team football, isn't he, coming up for the World Cup. And he's not really over-impressed in any of the games that he's played for us, has he? Hasn't been terrible, but he hasn't been, oh, yeah, there's a goalkeeper. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's talk of him, him, him having some negotiation with Burnley, isn't there? And uh, if he does go, I wish him all the best, mate. To be honest, but you're right; he's he's, he's not looked bad, but he ain't he ain't, he ain't looked anywhere near the class of Ramsdale or or a Champions League goalkeeper, is he? To be honest, it's true. It is weird because I said a couple of times this preseason that we've got three USA internationals uh, in our team: Turner, Trusty, and Balogun, and they could all be gone this transfer window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll be surprised if Balogun stays. He doesn't yeah. look like it. To me, reading between the lines, and it's only me, you know, what do I know? But reading between the lines, I think he wants gone, to be honest, Dan. I think he yeah. wants, to, wants to seek seek his seek his earnings elsewhere, does Balogun. And if he does, then he does. Not a lot we can do about it, mate. It gives me flashbacks to a touch of the Anilkas about him. Yeah, oh, yeah, you can't fail to see that. Yeah, you can't fail to see that. The, the only difference was Anelka had shown us what an amazing player he was. Um, but it'd be something I forever regret the Arsenal losing Anelka, but uh, so be it, you know. Yes, right. So um, I'm just going to G O O N E R H I L L S Y. I couldn't find you on Twitter. And I know we follow each other, but I was just looking for Trev. But uh, so I've got your. Thing here in the in the predictions things make sure I've I've spelt it right uh, H I L L S Y Hey excellent right let's get the um, the prediction screen up and then we will go through your wise words so right. I need to put that on the other screen so I can see what I'm doing right oh so the first God. one we are going to do is hey there we go I'm got two screens running at once so. Um, Oh, I need to make that a little bit bigger, don't I? Well, I can't see that, Danny boy. My eyes are not the best. My eyes are weak. My knees are grey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. I can see that now. There you go. We're on, we're on the right track now. Uh, so just to confirm, your name is Trev and your Twitter is at Guna Hilsey. And you are part of uh, a rogue podcast called Guns and Ribbons. And this, all these details are on your passport, I take it. They, they are indeed, yeah. Where was I was? Yeah, everything. Um, uh, I do you know what? I've, I've never even listened to a podcast before I got invited onto Guns and Ribbons, and I absolutely love it, Dan. I, yeah. I love it on there. And Fergus and me have become very, very close 
joined at the hip, actually. I'll probably speak to Fergus more than I speak to my missus most days, mate, to be honest. Well, you've got to look after him because he's always getting drunk and falling over and you need to be there as his bodyguard and make sure he gets home all right. Absolutely. And he takes some carrying every week, I think, carrying, mate. Every well, week without fail. And he, look, he looks like a slippery character, so it's really quite hard to lift up. <laughs> so what are you going to go for a Premier League winner? Well, look, right, obviously I have to go for the Arsenal, right? I have yeah. to go for the Arsenal. But I'll I, I tell you what, Dan, I think what's going to happen this year is we're going to have four or five teams all in it. It's not going to be like a two-horse race like last season. I think Man United will come back at us. I think Chelsea will come back at us. And I think Liverpool have had a good uh, transfer window as well. So it wouldn't surprise me to see us all up. They're all beating each other. And I bet if there's one point between five of us at the end of the season, that'll do for me as long as we're that one point clear, mate. Yeah, so I'll take that. That'd be wonderful. Don't have to ask you Arsenal's position, because obviously first. Yep. Top goal scorer for the Arsenal, all competitions. Most people, as you can see from the list, have all gone Saka, two for Jesus and two for Martinelli. What's your thoughts yep. on that? Well, do you know what I've written down? I've been very organised, which is unusual for me, Dan. I've written down all my answers, mate. And I've gone for Saka myself, because I just, I just see a young player that's been improving year on year on year, and he scored lots of goals last season, and if he improves again, I don't think any, there'll be any stopping him, to be honest. So I've gone like these boys for Saka. Yeah, good. Makes sense. That's what I've gone for. So far, we have got exactly the same predictions for the first three things. Now then, a little bit of fun. Where's Spurs going to finish this season? Oh, mate, relegated. They're gone. Finished. <laughs> finished. No, that, that's me, me heart. Me head says, me head says, uh, and, and it, a lot of it depends on if they lose the cheat, doesn't it? You know? Yeah. The if, diver. Yeah, if they because if they lose the cheat, they don't only lose the goals he scores, they lose the goals he wins by cheating. So I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna go oh they'd be lucky to get top eight. I'm gonna go ninth. Ooh, lovely. That's same as Tom. Tom said uh, from the Guna talk, he said ninth. Okay. Who else has said ninth? No, just you and Tom. Um thirteenth is the best one, and that was um Mike McDonald, the blogger from Gunnerstown, who you probably know, he, okay. uh, he, he went 13th, but that was without Kane. Yeah, it all does depend because if they think they're going to get um, 30 goals a season out of either, they won't get 30 goals a season between Carlson and Son, let alone individually. And then you know they'll go and get the 85 million, they'll go and waste it on a load of Spanish players that in three years they'll be letting go on a free. It'll be <laughs> hilarious. Absolutely. What have you got for the FA Cup winner? There's been lots of different choices here. Newcastle, Arsenal, Man City, Chelsea, Brighton, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea. What have you got? Well, I've just seen that, that you're so organised you are, Dan. It's unbelievable, this is. <laughs> I feel this is watching and learning here. This is wonderful to actually be on a podcast with someone that knows what they're doing. It's such a change to being on with Fergus. You know, I, I can't flop you at uh, a second-hand BMW, though, can I? So... <laughs> Well, probably not. But then neither could he. I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him. And that's not far, Dan. Um, <laughs> he's going to kill me for this. I know. Do you know, I've got, I've obviously got down the Arsenal because I think that we're due a run in the FA Cup. And I'm hoping that with the bigger depth for the squad, Arteta might treat it with a little bit more seriousness than he has done. Yeah. And I'm just looking at the, that one above me, and, and Aston Villa and me dark horses. So, for the FA Cup, but I'm going. I'm going to put Arsenal for the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do for the League Cup then? Because uh, 
a lot of people have gone Man City because they usually win it, but three people have gone for Aston Villa. But the Aston Villa fan didn't go Aston Villa. Did he so not? Make of, make of that what you will. Well, the favourites will be City. Yeah. I've got down here dark horses and a, a fine manager with a great with a great history in cup competitions. I'm going to go for Villa as well, mate. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I shall go and change that to Aston Villa. Um, because people people seem to forget just how good a cup manager that um, Emery is, and uh, I think they're going to have a really good run. And it might their league form might suffer, but the Europa Conference League and the League Cup, I think, because the League Cup will be over by the end of February, and so that's one they can aim for, and then still concentrate on the other one. Uh, what are yeah. you going to do for the Champions League? Well, the Champions League, am I meant to be chatting between these or just giving you my selections, Dan? I did one with Carl the other day that lasted 32 minutes. The shortest is 16 minutes. You're on 12. So you you chat away. It's just nice to have someone on who makes sense. Right. Well, you see, the Champions League is is the most important competition on the planet to me, Dan, because it's the only competition I've not seen our great side win, you know? Yeah. And up until two or three seasons ago, we were in a position, we were in a place where I thought, I'm never going to see my side win the Champions League. I had absolutely no hope. But now I go into this season thinking, yeah, we, we on our day, we could beat anybody on our day. The yeah. Arsenal could beat anybody in the Champions League, right? So I think an English club will win it. I honestly think an English club will win the Champions League again, right? And it's at Wembley. So I've got to go Arsenal. I can't go for any others. That's what I've done. So I've got to go Arsenal. <laughs> well, that is very odd because we've gone for almost exactly the same. We've gone for the same Arsenal to win it, Saka top scorer. I've gone Spurs eighth. You've gone nine. FA Cup winner, Newcastle and Arsenal. We've both gone Villa for the League Cup. Both gone Arsenal for the Champions League. Maybe yeah. it's old age has sent us a little bit mad in, but maybe because we've seen so much shit over the years. We, find, we can actually see just what quality we've got now. We're making the most of it. Exactly. Mate, do you know what? Exactly. The, that's exactly how I think about it. I've not been this excited about a season. I was excited before last season, but I'm even more excited this season. And it's something we hadn't been able to do for years. You couldn't. Yeah. I didn't look forward to a season thinking we're going to win the, or challenge in the league. And now we are. We're that good. Yeah. So now what do you want next, Danny, my boy? Uh, top goal score, top Goals were from the Premier League, but all competitions. Everyone's going um, Haaland, apart from a couple of bloggers that have gone for Martinelli and, and Kunku. You know what bloggers are like? Yeah. They're off their trolley. The yeah, mate, you've got to go Haaland. You've got common sense has got to prevail there. You've got to go Haaland. Yeah, I mean, 52 goals in 53 games last season. That's um, that, and if that's for his first season, it makes me a bit worried about what he can do this season. But they're going to the end of last season. I think he scored one goal in seven games, which yeah. gives us hope. And he exactly. wasn't all that great. Yeah. Well, you see, it was it, managers will have been watching Haaland all last season, and they've had a closed season now, and they'll have plans up their sleeve to, to, to handle Haaland. So it'll be much yeah. harder for him. But he is a bit of a freak show, isn't he? You know what I mean? He's, he is. Yeah. It will come out in the future that he's a robot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, the championship, interesting season um, league this season with all the big three teams that went down, plus all the big northeast teams that are already in there. Uh, the yeah. Midlands teams are all all broken, and all the northern teams. So it looks like it's either going to be um, one of the northeast teams of uh, Sunderland, Middlesbrough, or it's going to be Leicester or Southampton. What are you going to go for? Because that's the only option so far that anyone's gone for. 
Well, do you know what, mate? I haven't gone for any of them. I've got Ooh. written down here. I've got written down here either either Norwich or Leeds. Ah. I've got Norwich or Leeds down. And do you know what I'm going to go for? I'm going to yeah. go for Leeds United to win it, mate. Oh, good. I do like a, a different one, Leeds United. Why are you picking them? Well, because I just think that, that when, when they went down last year and they had some quality, they struggled with managers. And I think that having a close season, getting the new manager bedded in, I just think that Leeds will come back and be very good again. I think they'll be very good, Dan. And yeah. plus the fact it's an easier way trip for me. It's only up the road, you know. So that comes in. True. I think, I think a lot for Leeds will de depend on Patrick Bamford if he stays. Because if he stays and he stays fit, he'll get them 30, 35 goals next season in that league. If, yeah. if they play to his strengths. Yeah. I don't think, do you know what, Dan? I don't think Bamford was quite good enough for the Premier League. I think they showed, he showed that he just wasn't quite the very top, top striker. But in the championship, he'll be bullying people about and he'll score plenty of goals, I'm sure, back down there, mate. It'll be a little bit like um, Mitrovic and Timo Pukki banging him into the championship and come up. But Mitrovic managed to do it last season, didn't he? He had a really good run of uh, scoring goals. Yeah. Did, As if yeah. he doesn't leave and go to play in Saudi Arabia. How about the first manager to be sacked? Not resign or quit, but just told, that's it, pack your bags, get lost. I would love to... <laughs> this sounds awful, because I like Australians, and I like I lived in Greece. Yeah. I'd like to see Postacoglu go, because that would mean <laughs> that would be awful. But I think, and I can see one other person, I've got it written down, oh, two other people, I've got it written down here. I think that, I don't know how you pronounce it, Lopetegui of Wolves? He's at risk. He's my choice, but I also, yeah. had, you know, as a dark horse, I have, yeah, some other people have put it Moyes. I think Moyes might be under pressure as well, you know. Yeah, but I'll stick with the Lopper Lopper to Gooey. Is that how you say? <laughs> Doesn't matter. He'll be fired soon. We won't have to worry about saying it anymore. But I picked the yeah. the Postelogalu from uh, from Spurs as well because I think if Harry goes, they are they are going to be an absolute car crash of a side. So there you go. That's that's them all done. Um, any thoughts about anything else you want to say before we go? Um, how do you feel about the, the midfield three? What's it going to be? Party in the party role and Rice and Odegaard? Or what do you think? Yeah, I think Party will probably play how he always has done. Um, Rice will slot nicely into the Xhaka role. And with the yeah. greatest respect to Xhaka, I do, and I love Xhaka, by the way, yeah, now. So do I. I do think Rice is a little bit of an upgrade. So that's all good. And Odegaard is just keeping on improving. So I've got absolutely no problem with that. And we've got cover in there as well, you know. I'd I'd love to see Ben White come up and play in the midfield a bit, or even Zinchenko can do it. We've got so many different different players can play in different positions. And we know for a fact that's what Arteta likes. He likes to get his players playing, being able to cover different positions. So yeah, I'm excited about it. I have just got one question from of you, Dan. Like so. So when I win this prediction thing, what do I win? What's my prize? <laughs> a night out with, with um, Fergus and he's paying. Oh, my lordy. Please, <laughs> God. Please, God, don't let me win it. <laughs> uh, just be bragging rights because they're the only one who uh, 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 said Man City for everything was uh, Tom Canton from the Guna Talk. He said, yeah. if my name's going to be on this, I want to make sure I do it properly. So there was no, there was no heart in anything he did. It was all head and logic and... I think yep. he could be right. I mean, Man City are in seven competitions. They did what the quadruple this season. Next season, they're in seven, so they could do the set, set, septuplet, I think it's called. Seven competitions. I mean, if I, I honestly think that 
Man City are going through a bit of a transitional period at the moment. They've lost a couple of good players, but I don't think that will stop them in the slightest. I don't think that will stop them. My only hope is that, as I say, Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, we've all bought, I think Arsenal bought the best of the lot. And yeah. uh, I think we'll all, go, we'll all run them closer next year. Please, God, let us be the ones that runs them closest and beats them, you know. Yeah, plus Liverpool have let best part of a thousand Liverpool games played players go. Five or six really big name players that are the Champions League winners, Premier League winners, and almost an entire midfield of players have now gone. And you ain't going to replace that and get them working together. I mean, you saw how much they struggled at the beginning of last season with the new two new strikers and pushing Salah further out on the right. It is going to be a hard job. And that's when we just need to go and bang and win every single game. We, yeah. we should be beating everybody at home next season. Yeah, exactly. And maybe draw away to a couple of teams and hopefully do another invincible. <laughs> do, do you know what, Dan? It's funny you should say that, mate, because I was talking to a wise old head a few months ago. Yeah. Um, and he was saying to me, don't worry about winning your home games. To win the Football League, to win the Football League, you've got to win in the Northwest. If you've yeah. got a winning record in the Northwest, then you ain't going to be far off winning the league. You know, and, and last year we drew at Liverpool, we lost at Man U, we lost at Everton, um, yeah. and we lost at Man City. So that sort of stands up. I think if we go to the Northwest next year, then four games in that corner and bring back six points out of 12, we won't be far away. Very true. Great wise words to end the podcast on. Um, if people want to find you on Twitter, do you want to tell them your personal Twitter account or do you want to keep that separate? Well, no, it's on the screen, Guna Hilsey. I, I love Twitter. It's the only social media I do, really. I don't do yeah. Facebook. Um, oh, and, of course, Guns and Yellow Ribbons is the uh, is the podcast. And uh, thank you for having me on, Dan. Loved every second of it. It was a pleasure. And you had a really good podcast the other night, you and Fergus and your young man from – is he from Denmark or Norway or something? Yeah, Alex. Do you know what, mate? It's a, it's a, it's a funny, quick story to tell you about Alex and his dad. Right? Um, we were, I, I'd arranged to meet Fergus in the 12 pins a couple of seasons ago, and I'm grumpy, right? I know I'm grumpy. And I sat in the 12 pins, I was in there early, picked a newspaper up, and I was sat at a table reading the newspaper. And this man and his son came and said to me, Can we sit? Do you mind if we sit here? And I went, No, no, sit down. I never give him a second thought, you know. Then Fergus came in, and as Fergus does, he started talking to these people, and it was Alex and his dad. And ever since then, we've been firm friends. If it had been down to me, I'd have just kept reading my newspaper. <laughs> being grumpy like I am. But they're lovely yeah. people. We have a lovely little setup on a podcast now. It was great having Sophie on the other night, you know. Yeah. I, I love Sophie. I love what she does. She's um, great. Yeah, it was – thank you for that. Probably the other night with Sophie and Alex was the most enjoyable one I've done yet, to be honest. Very oh, Apart from this, of course, Dan. I've enjoyed this. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Yes, good. Yeah, so people go and go to. Uh, there's only maybe a handful of um, Arsenal podcasts I follow on my own personal YouTube account, and yours is one of them. And I'm nearly always in the chat when you're on there, and uh, I really like it. It's mainly because you two are two grumpy old men like me, and uh, I, I feel a bit of a kinship with you two. So yeah, people go find Guns and Yellow Ribbons on YouTube, subscribe to them. I think you're very close to a thousand subscribers on there now, aren't you? We are. Fergus, Fergus is pulling his hair out because he wants to get to a 1,000. So, yeah, if, if anybody's listening and they feel that they can subscribe to us on YouTube, be very much appreciated. Thank you very much in advance. 
Lovely. Right, for um, Trev, thank you very much. It's Fergus up next at 7 o'clock, and I'm now going to go and eat some pizza before the next show. Uh, Can I just so, give your viewers one warning? Go on, then. Fergus won't be as good as me. Fergus <laughs> won't be as good as me. He won't. I won't understand a word he's saying. <laughs> you won't now, because he'll be fuming when he hears what I've said. <laughs> he will be. Anyway, Trev, thank you very much for your time, and I will know that podcast with you again sometime in the upcoming season. Thank you, Dan. All the best. All right. Mate. Cheers. See you later. Hello and welcome to Birdcat Wonderland, episode 1,542. It is with me and it is the other half of the Guns and Roses, the Guns and Yellow Ribbon, Guns and Roses. Do you do a Guns and Roses podcast? We do a tribute to their oh, podcast. Excellent. Yeah. Well, he's got a Guns and, and we call it Guns and Ribbons. <laughs> and he's also got a Guns and Yellow Ribbons podcast. We had uh, Trev on uh, just at six o'clock and now we've got the man who presses all the buttons, Fergus. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks. Good. Did did Trev stick to us a lot of time? Uh, he did actually say, "Would you like me to just give you the answers?" I said, "No, no, there's no hurry." So he, I think he did uh, twenty one minutes, which isn't the, okay. the, the shortest, and the longest was thirty two minutes. That was uh, our Carl, because uh, I don't tell Carl what to do because he runs the London Underground and he will make sure that if I ever get a job, I won't get to work. And so, uh, yeah, there you go. That was it. So, how's things with you? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Just a, a long, hard day. Stuck on the M25 and awful, awful weather down in London today. Absolutely. And it's it's not, there's no sign. It is the the um, the Atlantic conveyor belt because the the North Pole is uh, is getting warmer. And so it's no longer drawing the warm air up past our fair isles. And so apparently that is it. And we're fucked. The entire world's burning and we're going to freeze. Typical, isn't it? For a week. And then it will switch for another week Hopefully. and then another week. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't get into that sort of thing. No, I only heard it today. I don't believe any of it. I only believe it if I see it. Stick to football. There we can be wrong and no one cares. Uh, how do you feel so far about the transfer window? Um, I'm quite positive about it. Uh, the three, like 200 million and still still looking to, yeah. uh, to push on with possibly this Raya coming in. I know they're looking at cover for um, uh, and to challenge Saka as well as an option. They may have to look for centre-forward cover because uh, I'm hearing Jesus uh, might be out for sh- uh, eight to ten weeks. What's he um, done now? He's, having knees. he's not playing tonight for a knee issue. And I've heard rumours. I've tried on text and I've got not sure, but I am hope not is all I've got at the moment yeah. from my uh, my contact. You've got your sources. Yeah. So I just said, I'm hearing rumours eight to ten weeks. Is it true? He said, not sure. So um, I don't know. He might, We might have to look at the centre-forward option. Clearly, Balogun isn't in, in the plans because he's not even on the bench, I don't think, tonight. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, overall, really, 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 really positive. Um, yeah. I was looking at the start of um, at the start of the summer of possibly looking at five, six ideal transfers with a striker, keeper, right wing, centre mid, uh, and, and the, all the, the areas that we, we we have been buying in. And I thought keeper would have been one of the last ones on the list. Yeah. And if we can keep get keeper and right wing, um, I'd be happy with the five if we push it to the six um, and uh, get a centre forward as well as a plan B, a Giroud-esque or somebody like that. Um, that would be just like Shangri-La off a transfer window, wouldn't it? Do you think Havertz can do the role as a striker if we need it? I know he failed at Chelsea, but that was a, a, playing a, as a back-to-goal striker, which he can't do, can he? I don't I don't think he can. I think you need to play him and give him that bit, bit more freedom. We talked about it last night on the podcast. 
um, Sophie from Highbury Squad was a guest and uh, mentioned like an Ozel-esque type player at times. You've got to give him a little bit more freedom. He's allowed playing that hole for Germany and he's far more productive there. He was in more in that role. Not that I watched him lots uh, for Bayer Leverkusen. So, but listen, Arteta so far hasn't put a foot wrong over the last season, really. So I'm sure he's got a, he's got a, a role for him. Yeah, that's a good point because uh, I think if anybody still doubts Arteta and the process, then they need to question themselves. I didn't want Arteta as manager in the beginning and I thought they would be fired after about the first six or seven games of his second season because things just weren't working right. But when you look back at it in context, you go, he was clearing out all the mistakes from all the previous managers and he's made very few mistakes since now that he's been, him and Edu and Vinay and Garlic and all that lot of, of, are doing the stuff. There's hardly any mistakes. There's a couple of gambles they've made, which might not have paid off, but we got more. We got our money back on them. I think where it changed when he got changed from being head coach to being manager. I think then the more decisive moves have been made, and the more right, we're definitely getting rid of him, and we're definitely bringing this player in. And I think between him being into, put into that role, Garlic, and some other people who put into roles. I'm not taking away from Edu, but I, I think there's other people around in the team that help Arteta hugely to get uh, all these deals and these players across the line. So, I, yeah, I, I'm beyond the process. I'm, I'm the progress now. That's it. And it's still you still see people wanting Arteta out. And you think, well, either you haven't updated your buyer in a while or you're just a moron because there is not a single thing about this side that you can't see improving in the in this coming season or working out better we've been a bit unlucky with injuries if we'd have had the same team at the end of last season we had the beginning of the season we would have been champions and that wasn't Arteta's fault that players got injured was it no I, I don't think it was but I also think we did have a bit of luck that other teams weren't on fire and I'm not taking away from what we did achieve and I thought we overachieved what we did the lack of depth in our squad hopefully which we're addressing now um will uh have uh, did cost us but the fact that Chelsea had such a poor uh, season. Liverpool had a poor season. United didn't come back until late onto the season. Um, you know, I, I think that did help us. City even settled in Haaland at the start. You know, people have gone, oh, maybe he's not the right the right type of player to mix in with, with, with City. And, you know, he ends up scoring the most goals in the league and the rest is history. I think he's just going to tear up the league um, th- this year as well. So, which is some of my predictions. <laughs> He um he didn't have a great end. To, I mean, trophy wise, it was magnificent, but goals wise, didn't have a good end to the season, did he? I think he had one in seven. Mm. Mm. So hopefully, I mean, we're grabbing at straws here, but hopefully, if he can bring that form into next season, because uh, like Fergus was not, like Trevor was saying, he said um that all, all we need to do is concentrate on our away games in the northwest: Everton, Liverpool, Man City, Man United. To be Even honest, those. To be honest, okay, the, the Liverpool game and the Everton game, uh, the Everton game was just awful. I was, it was my birthday. I was up there and I was feeling unwell, uh, but we just didn't turn up. It was the first day under Sean, Sean Dyche, etc. But oh. the Liverpool game, we turned up. Everyone, I'm, I still have bruises, I think, from that game when I were jumping around uh, in the away end. But two 0 up, um, and and to walk away with with a point from Anfield is is a great result. Um, the, the, for me, I think we need to make sure that we don't lose the city. At home at our place, um, we need to get uh, at least three, if not four points. That's hard, harder done. But if we can get three points off City, I think then we genuinely can consider ourselves in the title race. Because if we had got three points off City uh, this season, 
well, that's a six-point swing. We've won the league. Okay, other results might have gone gone, gone the other way, but that would have made it a huge bit of pressure on them. Uh, and I know we went up there, and uh, that, that you know, with the West Ham game, we went to City on on uh, what was it, the Wednesday night uh, for, for for that game, um, and yeah, it, we played fantastic. And 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 the journey of last season was just was just outstanding. I, I loved it. I, I, Dan, I was absolutely physically exhausted after the, the 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 nine months of football i felt like i kicked nearly every ball i'd done 42 out of 49 games home away in europe and everything else which i've never done that many before uh thanks to some good friends to help me out and stuff along, along the way but wow one it was expensive two it was amazing and you know it, it will be with me till the day i die and this season if we make it to all the final of all the competitions we're in we could play 64 games Mm. How about that? And, uh, and people question why we need Raya or another really good number one keeper. <laughs> because Turner is not a he's not a Premier League goalkeeper. He is he's not rubbish. He struggled, but he doesn't play enough, and he doesn't look like he's comfortable with the Arteta system. No, I don't think so. And I, you know, okay, yeah, in in uh, Saint Gallen, I was a couple of pints in, <laughs> maybe a few more, and uh, I saw him play in that game, and he was he was dreadful in, in the Europa League games, and. I'd hate to see him up against Champions League's opposition. And if that's where he'd be played, if Ramsdale is going to be the main keeper, uh, that would worry me hugely. So I, I'm I'm all for bringing in an upgrade on Turner. And that is nothing against uh, our Ramsdale on that one. Yeah, we all love Ramsdale. Right, let's bring up the, um, the predictions uh, grid and uh, zoom that in a little bit. So, um, oh, I've not put your one in here yet. So there you go. Um, Oh, copy all that lot and whack it in there. Right, so Spurgus, uh, you, your uh, podcast is at Guns and Ribbons. I've had a word with Elon. I said, Elon, we want longer usernames for Twitter, and he, he's ignored me so far. So I'm, yes. not, I'm not very happy about that. He's a very bad man. He's too busy rebranding to do anything. Um, what have you got for Premier League winners? Because every single person has gone Man City or Arsenal. Um, to be honest, I think Liverpool are going to be in that in that mix as well, hugely in that mix. Um, I've I've gone City um, yeah. only because I don't know if we can get that three or four points that we need to take. If we get that three points from um, uh, from City at, at our place, I think then we are definitely contenders. Um, uh, yeah, that, so yeah, that, that's and we mentioned already Haaland. Uh, you've got Haaland, who was just scoring for fun. Um, I do think City are going through transition. I think they've got rid of a lot of players. We're not seeing them buying a huge number of players as well. So that could play into our hands. But Liverpool have bought well as well. Um, so Liverpool will be in that mix. And I've got my three. They're my, in my top three. So where, have you, where are you putting Arsenal in that, in the Premier League next season? I got excited last season. I got really excited and probably... Shot me load too early, as I say. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I'm going a conservative third. Uh, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm going third. There'll be no on your face at the end of the season, because if you finish above that, you'll be looking uh, happy. But all us idiots that are predicting first, I think we're all going to be... There's a good chance we're going to be disappointed, because the bookies are very rarely wrong, are they? Well, listen, I'm trying to... I'm trying to uh, I'll talk, talk about bookies in a second. I'm trying to think with my 
head and not my heart when you ask yeah. me these questions. So yeah. uh, I, I, ideally, I want us to win. And I think we are definitely in with a shout to win. And I think, you know, we are going to be in the mix. But I do also think that Man United are going to improve. Not enough. I think Chelsea are going to improve. Not enough. But they only have the Premier League. OK, the other cup competitions as well. But they've only got... Um, the, uh, the 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 cup competition uh, the, the Premier League to worry about no Europe um, and Liverpool have bought well and Klopp you know he's gone into season eight he's never done that before uh, maybe he'll like reset and start all over again true true yes it's um, it's a double season of rebuilding for Liverpool and it didn't quite work out last season took quite a while to gel so hopefully losing their entire midfield this season they're going to take ages to to sort that out. But with Liverpool losing their entire midfield, it wouldn't be a bad thing because their uh, midfield was probably the combined age was probably half our ages. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll get into the end of end of their time. Um, mm. Who are you going to go for Arsenal's top goal scorer at all competitions? Uh, well, this is before I, I heard the rumour I had. I got Gabriel Jesus. Uh, he mm. got 11 goals in the league uh, uh, before the um, World Cup last season. And I think he'll just come more. He'll be in more. He won't, he won't be rested for the like Europea, Europa League games. Uh, he would be playing in the Champions League games more. And I think he would get more goals. Uh, the problem that you've got with the Arsenal, not the problem, the, the, the issue you've got with Arsenal and, and not having an out-and-out number nine or a striker there's goals coming from everywhere. Odegaard will put in 15 goals. Saka will put in some goals. Martinelli will put some goals. Jesus, I'm sure Havertz and even Rice will might put a few goals on 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 on, on the board. Um, but I think overall, um, Jesus uh, on there. Although I'd love to see Ivan Tony in with us in January. That would be uh, that would solve a lot of problems. But Arteta doesn't like. Um, players that are going to, that might go rogue and I don't think Ivan Tony's the kind of person you're going to tell what to do and he's going to go yes sir he's going yeah, to, he's his own man hugely about characters and culture within the club at the moment yeah um where Spurs going to finish this season we've had some lovely um answers so far this season the highest anyone out of 13 people has given is seventh and the lowest is 13th well I I, I thought maybe seventh but I think there's a dark horse in this mix in this season, and that's Aston Villa with Unai Emery. And that's yeah. why the highest I can put them up is in eighth. And that's subject them that's subject to them keeping Kane. Lose Kane. And I think, you know, they could be having a West Ham uh, season <laughs> and being fighting fighting with relegation. Uh, to be honest, I, I ran through some of these questions with some mates of mine yesterday. Um yeah. uh, and uh, one of them was a Tottenham fan, and he was I was talking to an Arsenal fan and, and I said, Where are Tottenham gonna finish? I said eighth. And he laughed. He went, uh, you're optimistic, aren't you? I said, what do you mean? I said, if we do 10th, 11th, we'll be lucky. And if we lose Kane, we're bleep, screwed. Well, my mate Lee, who's had a Spurs season tickets for, for, for years, has given them up this season. He said, I'm not going. I'm not giving any more money to that effing club. And he said, hey, if Harry has any sense, he'll leave. And I thought, I don't think at any point us Arsenal fans have been that down on the club. Some have been to a certain degree, but I've never wanted our best player to leave. Uh, I've heard people say stupid things like that on Twitter before. I've, I don't think <laughs> yes. I've met a, I don't, don't think I've met a genuine supporter of a football club to say something as ridiculous about the club that they support, but he supports yeah. Tottenham. So what more would you expect? <laughs> That's very true. Who have you got for the FA Cup? Uh, the mighty Arsenal. It's our cup. Number 15. Number 15. Um, I'd love to see us four trips to Wembley. Yes, yeah, that'd be well. Charity Shield, Three. FA Cup, League Cup, yeah. and the Champions League. 
That'd be just like the old days, wouldn't it? The Millennium Stadium. We were there every half hour. I mean, I've been to Millennium Stadium three times in my time, and I didn't even do the Charity Shields. It's the FA Cup finals. But it become like our, our, our um, away ground at times. Um, League Cup, what are you going to go for there? Like a lot of others, I said a dark horse. I think Villa. I, I think Villa will... To be honest... I don't see us focusing on the League Cup as much as we'd focus on the FA Cup. But you could easily interchange either either two of those. And, you know, I, I think Arsenal will get a trophy um, and the League Cup or FA Cup being the minimum. And I think also Villa will challenge seriously for a trophy. I would have put the likes of Brighton in there as well. But I think Brighton, with having Euro, uh, Europa League football, uh, the Cups uh, might have to take a slight back, uh, a back seat just because of squad depth. Yeah. Good. Uh, so far, I mean, I've I've done a. I did Aston Villa for that as well, and there's now five people have picked Aston Villa, apart from Seb, the Aston Villa fan, and he picked Man City. So I think he's gone safe there, which is probably sensible as well because they they've won it for the last four years running, I think, haven't they? Yeah, didn't Man United win it last year? Uh, well, yes, actually, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. They. they um, I can't remember who they beat in the final, but yeah, the one time Man City needed it, so they do the the quintuplet and they 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 messed it up. Champions League, what's your thoughts on this? I've been giving the Champions League a bit of a boycott since I don't know twenty, you know, for the last four or five years. I just <laughs> didn't feel it was me, you know. No, I, no I, particular I reason. No particular reason, you know. <laughs> I just didn't really like it, and you know, I thought you know Wednesday nights we were doing the podcast on a Wednesday night, Tuesday night. Like the wife goes out on a Monday, so Tuesday night would be the wife's night. So, yeah. you know, why waste a Tuesday or a Wednesday on something like the Champions League? So, um, but because you asked me so kindly um, for an answer, I thought I'd, 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 I'd think about it. Um, I, I've gone, I was gone Munich, but I've gone Real Madrid. And the reason I was gone Munich is I thought Kane was definitely going to go there. And there's some debate about that. But I've gone Real Madrid because they have got Bellingham um, and they could have Mbappe by then. Um, and I had another reason on here as well. Uh, yeah, uh, they got Bellingham, possibly Mbappe. Uh, yeah, and I just think if 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 I just think that they're the the draw always favours Barcelona. The draw always favours Real Madrid and Bayern Munich. It, it just seems to be seeded that way. So you can just pick one of them. Um, I'd love it to be us, but I think it'll probably be one of them because football's not fixed. No. Definitely not. There's no warm balls and cold balls in there. But for, for it, the fact that it's going to be at Wembley, that is a huge advantage for, for Man City and Arsenal, isn't it? I mean, because most Man City fans do live in the, in the South. And uh, yeah. I mean, everyone, oh, I've got two nephews, Max and George, used to be Arsenal fans just because their mum and their aunties and all that side of the family are all Spurs. I converted uh, Sean's mum from Spurs to Arsenal and asked Sean's Arsenal and they love Sean. And so they're Arsenal, they had the kits and now they both support Man City. Mm, yeah, well, I'll, I'll keep my counsel on that one. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. And uh, top goal scorer from the Premier League in all competitions. Uh, a copy and paste above. Haaland, <laughs> Haaland, Haaland, Haaland. Yeah. Hey, listen, if he's not top goal scorer in one, he'll be top scorer in the other. They're going to be in the competitions till the very late stages and he's going to be playing in a lot of the games. Even if they're not getting through to the next round, they're struggling. Guess what? We'll bring Haaland on and he'll get the winner. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be tough to break that team down. Do you think 
they won the quadruple last season. They're probably going to do a similar number of cups this season. Do you think at any point the their owners are going to go, right, that's it, that's done, we're going to go and buy ourselves a Formula One team now and give up on football? They probably own a Formula One team under some other guys and sponsored in a funny way. Oops, did I say that? <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a company, there's a kebab shop in in um, in Saudi Arabia that uh, that um, is a, a sport a Formula One team and uh, all they yeah. sell is kebabs and they've just got this funny uh, sponsorship deal and they're owned by somebody who owns somebody who knows somebody. Yeah, plenty of that. There'll be another charge to stick on the case. Absolute scumbags. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and you know what's going to happen with that. Absolutely nothing. nothing. They'll get a big yeah. fine. They'll get a big fine, which they can pay easily, and they'll get yeah. a suspended sentence that will pass, and they'll go, well, time spent, and it will all be undone. And and to be honest, even if they did come along and retract the Premier League last season, we're not going to have the joy of watching us lift from the trophy. No. If they did retract the FA Cup and the Champions League, that's not going to help those fans and those teams. Okay, yeah, I might change something on a on a piece of paper, but for me, it's it's the achievement along the way and to be tarnished by... Such corruption is, is just awful. That's why there's no point going back to, um, I think it was Nottingham Forest played a European Cup final against Malmo or something like that in the, in the 70s. And four or five years ago, the referee admitted that he had been bribed to let the other team win, give them a penalty, and they won. And so they lost a European Cup final. I think it was Malmo and, and Forest, but it's something like that. And there's, this happened 40 years later. He admitted that he was bribed. And... There's no point giving it, giving taking the trophy off them or giving it to the other team, is there? And so, yeah, you're right. No, not really. Uh, same, same as last season. But this season, as soon as this season kicks off, they've they're automatically have another what 60 or 70 charges, same charges as last year, but with 2023, 20, 24 written on them instead, and they just have the same. I think the charge, the, char- the charges go back. I, I, I think it's about three years ago. Was the last lot, so I think they sorted themselves out after that. They? But it was it was oh. all in the build up. Yeah, mm, he, well, the, yeah, so they got far. the ducks in a row. Yeah, <laughs> ducks in a row. So, what are you going to go for the winner of the championship? Very interesting division this season. Yeah, it is interesting, and I I did look at. I, I can see above me uh, that Trevor's gone for Leeds, and and I did consider Leeds, um, but um, I I didn't know because I don't look at uh, championship football hugely to know all the teams that are involved. My boss is a Birmingham City fan and I was tempted to go Birmingham City just Ooh. if you ever watched it, he'd be pleased and so on. But they're, they're a good shout for a playoff uh, position is what he told me. And I he's, suggested he's to him maybe Leeds United and he went, no, they've sold... Th- no, 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 no. Uh, what, for a playoff position? Yeah, Birmingham, they're more like relegation than yeah. playoff. They're terrible. Uh, I don't know. Their owners have been... done them over. Their best player... Let's come back to Arsenal. We've sold him at Sheffield United. They are one of the clubs that they, they won't finish out the bottom half. Uh, he's probably speaking with his heart rather than his head, and uh, he's the boss. So I listen to him. And I'm, yes, boss, you're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, I, I thought Leeds, but he he he, he informed me, and, and then I looked up. They're losing loads of players. They're losing yeah. Adams. They're losing all the American uh, players and the big ticket players that they had. Uh, so I, I looked around and I didn't I didn't see it. But when I start looking at who Leicester bought, they bought Connor Cody. Um, they've got okay Winks from from Tottenham. Uh, they've got some Danish players and some some good players that they've brought in. Yeah. And they've bought well, and those players are good quality players for the bottom end of the Premier League. Like Winks, okay, he's not a top. Champions League type player, but you could easily play at Bournemouth or, or somewhere like that. Um, so in the in the Championship, I think you do quite well there. Um, also, Leicester, I think, will lose Jamie Vardy. He's thirty six. I know he'll score goals in the in in the Championship even at that age, but I think the lure of um, 
uh, paying back for Rebecca's uh, court case in the law of Saudi Arabia. That's five million. Uh, <laughs> well, the, yeah, I, 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 I'll say no more. But I think the law of um, of Saudi Arabia may come a knocking, and uh, I don't think he'll turn it down. So See, I, um, I'm gone. Go on. Now, I, I, despite that, I'm I'm going Leicester. Same as me. I think he will do the decent thing and remember that that club have made him a multi-millionaire. It will stay with them in the championship, score a shitload of goals. They'll go up as champions and then he'll leave at the end of the season because he's not good. We saw last season, he is no longer a Premier League striker. He hasn't got the, the speed, which is what he used to rely on. And in that, that he's a dirty bastard. And in the, in the championship, he can be all elbows and knees and, and vicious and do what he loves to do and go out by taking the team back up and they'll be able to have won the Premier League and the, the Championship with um, the same club and the FA Cup, which isn't a bad mm. bad turn. Um, how about romantically, first... that's, romantically yeah. that's very nice, but uh, <laughs> I still think if, if, 10, if 10 million smackaroos and two years of tax-free money comes, yeah. I think Vardy will move, don't you? I think he'll be off. <laughs> so come on, love. Uh, yeah. <laughs> first Premier League manager to be sacked, what are you going for? Well, well I've looked in here and nobody's got him. I've Ooh. gone for... Um, oh, uh, how Eddie Howe. Oh, yeah. At Newcastle. Like, Newcastle are going to be under a lot of pressure. They're going to have uh, Champions League football, and people have the ex- expectation that they're going to be top four rivals again. And I don't think they are <clears throat> going to be in the top four. I think they'll probably be fifth, sixth in the league, uh, somewhere like that. Um, I think sixth, actually, in the league is where, where they'll probably end up. I think Champions League football will take a, a toll on them. They're only really playing once a week. And there's already, uh, they've been a little bit restricted trying to stick to FFP and a certain budget that they've got. And I know they've got unlimited funds behind the scenes, but there, there are sort of some sort of restrictions they're putting on themselves for now. Um, and I think that if they start struggling a little, I think he might come under, under some pressure. Because you said who would resign, and I, I think that could be Moyes, because um, uh, yeah. I don't think they'll sack him. They can't sack him after winning that big flare of ours. Um, so. <laughs> Very true. Right. Uh, H-O-W-E. Yeah, I got that. Right, that's it. We're all done. Um, tell people, little people uh, a little bit about your podcast. Really good episode the other day with you and Trev and Sophie and your young man from Scandinavia. And Trev told in the podcast how how you lot got to meet him and his dad in the pub. And so you've got a nice little, and you've got that other bloke called Dan on there. Is it? Is his name Dan? I think it is. Uh, we, yeah, Dan. Da, uh, yeah. Ginger He's Dan. Yeah. 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 So, and then you've got um, one other bloke as, there's one other bloke as well that you have on. They're very good. It's always, I, I mean, like I said to, uh, to Trev, there's only a handful of podcasts on YouTube that I subscribe to with my, my own personal YouTube account, and yours is one of them. And so yeah, tell people to look back at your much. podcast in case they don't know, because you're getting close to that thousand subs, and that's when you start making the big money. Because you can monetize well, you know, it. Well, it can't. It's not really monetized. Well, to be honest, if it covered its cost, it'd be brilliant. You know, it does cost to host these sort of things. Yeah. So, to be honest, I'm it not won't. in it to make money. I, 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 I know. I know. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, if it, if it, if it did, fantastic. But I'm, I'm in it. It's a hobby. I enjoy talking to Trev and talking to Alex and talking to yeah. Dan and, and Dale and all the others that come on. Um, it is very much uh, the, the the premise is four gooners down the pub having a chat. Often, I'm sitting here with a beer. Um, and we just talk, we talk Arsenal and we, and we have a few topics. We don't go shouting. We don't go, we want Wenger out. And we don't use like 
yardy spin talk or anything like that. We don't <laughs> we don't go for, we don't go for clicks. We don't go for any of that. We just sit there and chat. And we have a, a lot of regulars that come in in the chat, and it's really good to see them. Um, I've been on many other podcasts, including your own as well, which is is really good. And we're all of a similar elk. We're yeah. we're sort of just fans um, who want to support the team. We'll criticize the team if anger, if. Wenger or uh, Emery or um, uh, Arteta have messed up somewhere along the line. We'll call them out, but we don't have to shout and scream and, you know, spit down the lens to do that. You can just come along and say, I think that was wrong. And this is why I think it was wrong. Um, we don't make a lot of sense a lot of the time. We just waffle on and we have a laugh and we take the piss out of each other. But that's why it's fun and that's why I enjoy doing it. We've been doing this since November 2017 and we'll continue to do it. We started the season off last night with episode 262 we done uh, through the summer not this summer because uh, I, I needed a summer off for just purely exhausted after uh, last season but the previous uh, summer we done Arsenal uh, community contributors which was the Asperger and Army De- uh, uh, Dale um, Llewellyn Ruth Beck all artists and uh, uh, authors and journalists and we done about seven and the summer before that we done the arsenal history series which was with uh, mark kelly and uh, sorry andy kelly and mark andrews um, I who written loads and loads of books on, on it yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they've written loads and loads of books and we've done a 10-hour summer special with them just going right through from 1886 to 2021 i think it was or 2020 um right through from coming from south london to why we moved to North London, why we end up where we were, why we didn't end up in Fulham, why we didn't end up in Edmonton, which we could have ended up in. There was loads of different things. We went through the the war years, and I found some footage of when uh, Hybrid was bombed. Uh, and it's just loads and loads of bits, and it's really enjoyable. So check it out if you want. If you don't, don't bother. It's fine. We'll carry uh, on doing it. <laughs> I listen to most of them live. I listen to them all, all the way through again. And even I find I'm still mate, and we had them on many years ago, and I've got all their books, and... I'm regularly DMing with a pair of them when I'm asking information about this and that. And uh, they need a bigger platform for what they do because the stuff that they do, mm. they're changing the Arsenal history that the club don't even know about. Mm. And, I mean, the club, I think the club accept now that they are the, the authority on everything Arsenal. And they're still, every every time I message them every couple of weeks or every month, I say, what have you dug up? And they say, well, we've, we've been going through old articles, old newspapers, or we found this here. We found a family member of an ex-player who had some stuff here and there and constantly finding new stuff. But the well, one Arsenal thing... Football Club. Arsenal Football yeah. Club had to go and get the second manager of Arsenal Football Club. I can't remember his name, so don't... Oh, they got it wrong, name. didn't they? They had his brother. They, 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 well, they couldn't find the photograph and they got in touch with somebody and he ended up being the manager of Brighton... Um, uh, after that, and through their network of historians, they said, oh, this is our manager of around that time. He was your manager beforehand. Did you know that? Then they came along and they researched it and went, yeah, I said, oh, we've got a photograph. And do you want it? I said, yes. And that one that's on the wall as the second manager of Arsenal Football Club uh, in the stadium, that's uh, a photo supplied by them. So they they, they are good. And listen, what they're, they've got to be in the 60s. You know, we're none of us around here forever, so they need to bottle them and then get the next generation coming through and the next generation supporters. And I'm sure there's one young Ashburton Army fan that's just likes his geeky stuff, mm. and he could be the next Arsenal historian. Well, there's that bloke on Twitter from Scandinavia called Hente, and he is he yes. does some magnificent tweets. I, I, like, yes. I always like to have a look through, and he'll put one of nine, and you think, oh, good, it's going to take me 10 minutes to get through all this lot. And he is, he is hungry. For, for information and he's even finding stuff to help them out which is fantastic but 
Yeah, and then you got the financials with shows... Swiss Ramble as well. Hey, okay. you got the financials with Swiss Ramble. He likes the detail as well. Kieran, lovely bloke. I've had, had him on once. He doesn't want to do any more podcasting. Oh. Again, so I asked him to come on again. Uh, if lovely bloke, I said Sean's coming to Switzerland. Um, have you got any um, pointers for her to do? And he went, yeah, because he lives there. He said, yeah, do this, do there, go there, see this. I thought, what a lovely bloke. Anyway, uh, people go, like I said, at the end of the last podcast, for Ferguson and Trevor, go to Guns and Yellow Ribbons on YouTube. Subscribe. Even if you don't like the look of what you see, you will find something eventually that you like. And they're a couple of genuine gooners of the proper generation where we've seen all the shit and now we're 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 loving the the modern Arsenal and what Arteta and Edu and all them lot are doing and it is a magnificent time to be an Arsenal fan not just because of what's happening on the pitch but for what podcasts like yours and others are doing off the pitch which is just a, a perfect complement to a, a wonderful team so thank you very much for, for joining me this afternoon Fergus it's been Thanks wonderful for really appreciate uh, it thanks for the chance yeah i will no doubt podcast with you again sometime in the season and now what we're going to do is press the outro button hello welcome to burkett Wonderland yet again guest number 15 on the predictions league thing this time we've got someone who wears two hats one is as a comedian and the other one is as a famous arsenal podcaster who was uh first found on tom's podcast the wonderful tom canton but is with us this afternoon it's jassy you know mate how you doing yeah, good. Thanks, man. Fifteenth guest, you know, how to make a fella feel special. Appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for having me on, though. Yeah, yeah it's uh, nice to be back. It's been a little while, though. So far, out of there's about thirteen people at ABW in various groups. I've only had two of them on. Oh no, I've had three of them on, and and so yeah, it's just uh, and they keep getting back to me. I say you can have this slot, and they write a day, get back to me, and go. Yeah, I'll have that slot. I go, well, that went a day and a half ago. How about this one? And then it'll take a day to get back to me. And then poor old Chris, I can't get him on at all because he's a, the bloke who's an enigma. Um, we were talking, we're both uh, massive fans of comedy. And then you do a bit of decent stand-up comedy, don't you? And you're going to be busy in the next couple of weeks. You want to tell the boys and girls at home what you do, where you're going to be? Yeah, exciting times. I'm going up to the Edinburgh Comedy Fringe Festival. Um, so doing a, a run of a one-hour show every night for two weeks from the 14th to the 27th. Uh, so if you're going to be in Edinburgh or if you're around Scotland, you want to make the trip down. I mean, the Fringe Festival is amazing anyway, but our show is going to be the best one there. Um, it's at the Cocktail Mafia in Edinburgh Newtown from 11.30 to 12.30. Um, but yeah, if you want to catch us on, um, we do a lot of, so I'm with like a comedy trio down here with, there's three of us, it's called IC3, and um, <laughs> we got... Uh, oh yeah, after yeah, that, yeah. 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 <laughs> do people um, pick up on that? Sometimes, and that's, yeah. that's a joke in and of itself, is who doesn't, who doesn't, right? That's always a bit of fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, so uh, we have podcasts, we have nights in Bristol that we run, Um and we're doing some sketches at the moment as well. So, yeah, I see three comedy on Instagram and we'll be up in Edinburgh for two weeks. So, yeah, come come, give us a, a watch if you're up there. Uh, the only way you'll know what that is is if, A, you're a policeman or, B, you're a criminal. And I know what it is and I'm not a policeman. <laughs> I've, I've been in trouble with the law more than enough times in, in my, my, my few years on this planet. Wow. Um, the, it's a whole different <laughs> podcast, that, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's not even a podcast because uh, it's... I was telling Sean once all the shit I've done. And you can, back in my day, you could get away with all of it. Now you get away with none of it. Yeah. So um, what sort of, if you had to compare your the kind of stuff you do, is there anybody that the people might recognise that they can go, oh, that's a little bit like that? Oh. And I'm hoping it's going to be something like um, 
uh, what was it called? The uh, Mighty Boosh. Is it kind of <laughs> down that, that avenue of weirdness or? I don't, you know what I I would I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it, I would compare myself stylistically not quality wise but stylistically yeah. to more like a, a Chappelle because uh, I go for kind of you know issues that maybe make people feel a bit uncomfortable. What I like to do is sort of throw a grenade out there, yeah, and get some funny punchlines in, and I'll have fifty percent of the room looking a bit like, oh my god, what is he? Did he just say that? And then <laughs> of the room's having a good time, so I think that's always a good sign. So once they're squirming, you know you're winning. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> if you yeah. ever come anywhere near Cambridge, let me know and I will come and I'll bring some of my friends with me. And they will, the more you embarrass people, the more it is funny. It is uh, nothing will crack me up more than when, um, before he we went all left wing, he was uh, with a Scottish comedian with a ginger beard. What's his name? I'm Frankie sorry. Boyle. Frankie Boyle, and he was doing that sketch, uh, uh, Tramadol Nights, I think was the DVD, and he's saying to that boy, he said, uh, do you ever hear your mum and dad had it in the room next door? And he went, sometimes he goes, I bet you go up to the door and you knock one out while you listen to your mum and dad. And he sat next to his mum and dad in the audience. And the poor kid must have been about 14. I thought, oh, my God, that is that is perfect squirm-worthy comedy. And he doesn't do that anymore, does he? Imagine that, that car ride home. <laughs> Oh, magnificent. Uh, oh, Mr. Waffles says he's a, he's a little bit too sensitive. No, he's not. No, he's a very broad-minded individual. Uh, he'd cry. <laughs> well, you're going to be on soon, aren't you, David? So uh, we can try, um, we can listen to some George Carlin together. He's an old man like, well, I think he's an old man like me, kind of. Shall we get on and do some Arsenal talk? Um, how do you feel so far about the pre-season and then the games that have happened? Because we've just seen that Arsenal have beaten Monaco on penalties, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, very much on penalties. If anyone watched the game, we very much did not beat them within the 90 minutes. It was pretty painful to watch. Um, based off of that, we'll barely make top four. So uh, that was not not really the most encouraging thing. But, you know, obviously the signings have been really, really nice. Um, and I'm excited to just try and figure out what's what, what it's going to look like, you know. Um, I think we're back to a position now where we can't pick our starting 11, which I think is really nice, you know. We used to, obviously, last season or two, it was a pretty much nailed on who's going to play where. And now we have these questions, you know, is it Rice and Partey or Havertz and Odegaard in front of Rice? You know, does Partey, Partey just came in and reminded people that he's still a very good football player, uh, so we can't just get rid of him. And, um, you know, we have players like Trossard popping up and having brilliant pre-seasons as well. So, yeah, I think there's a bit of a mix. I feel like, um, the community shield will really let us know where we're at. So you know, if I was if I was um, you know a fraudulent man, I would I would I would have postponed our predictions till after that game. But I'm gonna go out on a limb before that. So uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm waiting for that game to really know. How about you? Have you been feeling watching it? Um, the, the I think the Man United game is a bit misleading because the first half we were all over them. And then they had a couple of breaks and we didn't have our full team. And it's a, it's only a friendly. And that's the only friendly they've won. The other friendlies they've gone and lost to, I think they lost to Real Madrid, somebody else, and they lost 3-1 to Wrexham. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, they, they were, they were, someone told me that they were taking the piss out of us because uh, they beat us and we're going, it's only a friendly. But then when they lose friendlies, they go, oh, it doesn't matter. It's only a friendly. So that's just Man United fans. But the All-Star game was really impressive. I mean, you're playing against a load of players that haven't really played together. But then the Barcelona one, for the American fans to be at that game, shouting and screaming the whole time. That was yeah. that was fantastic to impressive. see. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, uh, Sophie from the Highbury squad said that that is one of the best stadiums in the world. And uh, Mike Hertz was there. He lives in LA. And he said that is, he went to the game and he said it was magnificent all the way through the game. And yeah. I think we've actually got um, a picture of uh, Mike from the Gooners pod. Yeah, that's my uh, Mike, <laughs> Mike Hertz in the black there. And Mike from the Gooners pod is about to high five him. And everyone, yeah. none of them fighting each other, which is nice to see. And uh, looking good, man. He's, he's lost about six or Blimey. seven stone, I think. It's incredible. It is, and uh, it's just it's just great to see all of that lot. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you know what was on on the Man United thing? Just a funny thing. Ten Hag is always saying really funny things and doing the exact opposite. You know, so yeah. he had the uh, eras come to an end, and then you know his opponents' rivals went on to win a treble. And before, after saying after beating us, he said, uh, "We don't play." No matches are friendly. We don't do friendlies. And they went off to lose all his well games. So, yeah, love it a bit. <laughs> um, I haven't asked anyone else on this one yet. What do you think to the, uh, the, 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 is this our reserve kit or our third? I mean, our second kit or our third kit? I can never remember. Uh, it must be our third, right? Because the second think? one is the fluorescent one. Um, <laughs> I mean, off. to be honest, my immediate reaction is it's a little bit meh. But I, I always think it looks better in person on the players. Once you see already, that looks a little bit nicer. Mm. Uh, I like the little detail on the collar there, um, which they often, yeah, I know they often have that one. And, and yeah, I, I think well, we'll see it in person. I, a lot of these kits kind of sort of grow on you, I think. Like, mm. to be honest, none, this season, not been the strongest one, I think, overall. But all of them are over time. I'm starting to like them a bit more. How about you? No, I like the red one a little bit. But would you wear this? I don't know if I can turn it off. Ask me. I'm gonna do the mic diet, and then ask me after that. <laughs> well, now you've got your your um, uh, tenured professor look. You you can't be seen wearing uh, the, this kind of clobber. Not at all. Yeah, exactly. When you're teaching chemistry and physics at the, the highest grade level to uh, to people doing their diplomas, you you can't be seen in stuff like that. You've got to have the the elbow patches and the tweed jacket. Exactly. I need they to confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I wear these to look smart. The football kit would just yeah completely ruin it. It would absolutely ruin it. Right, let's do the um let's get some predictions up. Um share the screen, get this one here and share it. There we are. Got your um oh actually I can change that. Um S no J A S I. There we go. Yeah, Jassy, that's my comedy, my performance name, and then French Goon is my handle on Twitter if anyone good. There you go. Um so Premier League winner, what are you going to go for there? Um, okay, first of all, can I ask, is there anything on the line? Is there a prize? Uh, no. Okay, good. Uh, just, just, right. just your own honour. <laughs> okay, good. All right. In that case, I'm going for Arsenal. Uh, <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. If there was money on the line, I would have, I would have probably gone with City, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't. I, I, I think the beauty is we're going to probably challenge for the next five years or so, in my opinion, with the young kind of core we have. But whether or not we're ready quite this season. But yeah, since nothing is on the line, it's definitely Arsenal. Yeah. Did you hear the rumours that um, Jesus is going to be out for about up to 10 weeks? He's got a bit of an injury. Ten. I heard yeah. he had a, a, a knee injury and it was a precautionary thing to drop him out of the lineup. I hadn't heard 10 weeks. That's really concerning. If that's okay. Fergus said he heard it somewhere. But nothing has been confirmed yet. But if if we didn't have Jesus, do you think Havertz would be able to play up front? Because he struggled with uh, with Chelsea, didn't he? Doing a kind of Giroud up front. But in Germany, he is a very far forward player, isn't he? Or do you think we'd have to get somebody in? Because Eddie is not the answer, is it? 
I, I would put Trossard in over Eddie up front, firstly. That would be my first port of call. And yeah. yeah, I think we, in a perfect world, we sell Balogun and Eddie and we get another striker in, I reckon, because I don't, like you said, I don't think we can rely on Eddie to win a title for us up front. So, yeah, we, maybe you look at the Vlahovic situation, you know, you look for an opportunity um, in the market. But Jay-Z's out for 10 weeks is concerning, if that's true. Um, so, top goal scorer for Arsenal all competitions. What are you thinking? I've gone with Odegaard. Be a little Ooh, bit you pick one that I'm going to have to go and cut and paste from Wikipedia because I've got no chance of being able to spell it. <laughs> uh, I've got it for you if you want. It's O D E E. No, I made that up. Oh, <laughs> God, what's your, why are you thinking it's going to be him? Um, well, he got. Well, how many did he get last season? Was it 15? Um, I don't know because I'm on this. I season's... think he got. I think he got 15, and. Um, I've got a little hunch that... Yes, 15. Yeah, so only, like, what, one less than Saka? Yeah. And Saka's on penalties. Yeah. And I don't know, there's, a there's you know, a bit of a feeling out there in the zeitgeist that, you know, Saka misses another penalty. Someone else might have to step up and start taking them. Um, and I think Odegaard, you know, he's got lovely technique. I don't see why he couldn't be that person. So I think if he does end up on penalties, then he, would, he could easily get more than 15 this season. Yeah, Mr. Waffles agrees with you there. And uh, Loki says Martinelli out front. That's also a call. Um, <laughs> Phil Mack has been on the um, on the crack again and back on loan. Yeah. Brilliant. Yes, yeah, uh, he's looking forward to when we can get fentanyl over here. Phil's going to be all over that, like a rat <laughs> up a drain pipe. Um, yeah, I like the idea of Odegaard because also taking the free kicks, if he does start taking penalties, like you're saying, he could get 20 goals a season. This is it. He's, yeah, I think there's more to come from him goal scoring wise. What a player. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Now for the fun bit, where's Spurs gonna finish? Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> I you know, I'm battling between eighth and ninth. So because I reckon Brighton <laughs> are having a decent season, mate. You know? Yeah. And um, you know, we're already assuming there's about six other teams that are, you know, six or seven other ones, right? So I'll put them in um yeah, I'll go ninth. Okay, nice. Thank you, So uh, it's easy. That's another cut and paste. And what are you going to go for the FA Cup? Uh, FA Cup winner. I'll go with Arsenal. Ooh, going to do the double. Lovely, jubbly. Oh wait, I've said that we're winning the league already. <laughs> I've got. Ah, you're changing it now. Um, nope. No. Stick with Good. it. Stick okay. Nothing on the line. It is. The thing is, we are capable of winning these competitions and we've got a decent squad, so let's go. Yeah. I mean, I was, I've got this <laughs> little thing that I bring up every now and then. This is our reserve squad. That's yeah, not too bad, is it? Yeah, yeah. You've got Nketiah as well. You can swap in for, for yeah. Balag- you know, um, Marquinhos. Um, yeah, no, not too bad at all. And if we get um, uh, Brentford goalkeeper, whose name I was forgotten yeah david raya raya i was thinking oh, yeah. raya put him in there and also don't play balligan play um uh Havertz in that rough kind of position that team would finish top 10 in the premier league all day long. i completely agree i was about to say that that's that's, yeah. that's definitely a top half of the team team brilliant so, so who are you going to give the league cup to we've got four five have said villa five have said city two liverpool and two arsenal i'll go newcastle oh i give them the fa cup in my one Go on, what's yeah. the reason for that? Do you think not think they're going to struggle with the Champions League as well? 
I think they might. Yeah, they will probably struggle with the Champions League. I reckon they'll probably drop off in the league. Um, mm. But I think they're going to try and go for some silverware this season. So I don't know what other sort of silverware I could really see them get. Maybe the FA Cup, like you said. But they went almost all the way last season and they were cut tied with the keeper. I think that could have made a difference. They sort of imploded. So, you know, you add in Tanali and well, who else did they get recently? They've made some decent looking signings. I reckon they could win that. I mean, we were about to, we've, we've done our first leg of the double with the uh, the Emirates Cup. Then when we're in the Charity Shield, that's the double done for us, the early season double. Yeah. So that's that's two more trophies that uh, that Spurs haven't won and aren't going to win it ever. So that, that's looking good for us. How about the Champions League? Is that something we can go far in, or are you, are you deluded like I am and putting us down to win it? Danny, it's not to win it. <laughs> I've got us down to win it. Reason no, being. <laughs> There's nothing on the line, right? and B, um, I do. So here's the thing, I don't like. I said my my real gut is I honestly think we'd probably be more likely to win the Champions League than the Premier League. Yeah, I think we'll we'll struggle a bit in the in the league to beat City, but I think on our day, you know, if we City is the only team that we're really struggling to beat, I think any other team in Europe we can deal with. You know, City and Real Madrid maybe are the two that I would say we're not favourites. But in pretty much other any other team, you know, I, I fancy our chances. So, yeah, I, I I think we go far. I think we go deep, and I'm gonna stick with uh, with my guns. I reckon we're winning it. Next time you're on with Tom, um, he said he's gonna go over his head on everything. He picked Man City to win every single trophy. So you, <laughs> you bring this up to him. You've you've gone with your heart and picked Arsenal to win everything, but you felt you gave Newcastle the FA Cup. You're feeling generous, but. League if I'd have squeezed it out, you probably would have put, given us the League Cup as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we might do the quadruple, but I'm just dialing it back a little bit. <laughs> How about um, Premier League's uh, player top score at all competitions? Can you see further than Haaland? Wait, all competitions? Yes. Well, yeah. do you know have to be what? playing in the Premier League, a Premier League player, though. Yeah, it's difficult, but I think, logically, I kind of have to say, Odegaard, if we're winning the treble... <laughs> <laughs> and he's our top scorer. I mean, not just Arsenal players. Any any Premier League. No, player. I know, but I'm saying Ooh. if Arsenal are winning the treble. Oh, of course, if they're winning the treble, it'd be a fifty goal a season. He's got, he's got to get a few, hasn't he? But then Harlan would have to get injured. So honestly, it's Harlan. But for the sake of it, Odegaard's going there. Excellent. <laughs> and I, 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 at least you haven't gone Nkunku, which. Uh, um, <laughs> Who said Nkunku? Uh, Mike McDonald. He's a blogger. And the other blogger, Chris, put Martinelli. You know what bloggers are like? Always, uh, <laughs> they like to uh, they like to mix things up because they 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 like to overthink stuff. But we, it, we won't be laughing when Nkunko gets sixty goals next season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, gosh, How about so, the Go on. I was going to say Nkunku's getting top scorer, but Chelsea. Oh, so he put Chelsea win in the FA Cup or something? Um, Has Chelsea won anything in his in his uh... FA Cup. Yeah, FA Cup. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. But he also put Spurs as thirteenth. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, yeah, what are you going to go for? Winners of the the championship. I reckon Leicester. Yeah, that's uh, gathering a bit of speed there. Now I'm, I picked Leicester. Yeah, they're, they're still a Premier League team. This that's, is that's it. The thing about them. Yeah, exactly. I think there's there's too much quality in there for them to to not um, you know. If if they don't, then it's a it's a pretty I don't know I don't know what that says about either their decline or you know the the, the increasing quality of the championship. But you know they'd have to I think they would they should win it. 
they should do. I mean, they've brought in a couple of decent centre-backs in Harry Vinks and uh, the one, Connor Cody. So those two are no strangers to elbowing people in the face to do a bit of defending. And they, um, they've got this neat, a couple of other ex-Premier League players and they'll they'll be all right in that league. Yeah. First manager to get sacked. Who you got? I've got David Moyes. Yeah, that's the most common one so far. Why is that? Yeah, I just think, like, he's already... I suppose he, he won them the Conference League, but a lot of the fans are really have been upset with him for a while. And yeah. with Declan Rice leaving and them, I don't know what sort of business they've really done to sort of put that, fix that hole in their team. I think someone's probably going to get scapegoated and I don't see why it wouldn't be him, you know? And, and I, don't, I, I think West Ham will probably struggle a little bit next season. And um, yeah, I can't see him lasting too much longer. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that's... Um... If if West Ham want to go places, they're not going to go places with him as manager because he is an old-fashioned British manager, and they are kind of they're not they're not in at the moment. The thing is, ex-young players, people that are in their forties, that's that's the future for most clubs in the Premier League, unless you're going to attach um, attract one of the uh, the real famous player uh, managers. But I don't don't think Mourinho or any of that lot are ever going to go to West Ham. So well, you've seen what they've done anyway in the league recently. You know, the Mourinho's, the Conte's. The game has just sort of moved on from from that. You're right. So, mm. yeah, it's more about, you know, you, you saw someone like De Zerbi coming along. You know, you, you get these exciting young coaches who play incredible attacking football. Um, and you, you see what you can do with young talent rather than getting a Moise in and just sort of, uh, you know, just, just playing old school football. It's not really going to get you anywhere. No, no, it doesn't. The future is uh, evolving and changing, and it's a young man's game. And when you most, when you've got loads of Premier League players are at least ten years younger than me, you know that you're a very, very old person. It's uh, it's far. Most most of the Premier League players I remember seeing them as man players. I even remember David Moyes as a player. Right, that's it. We're all done. Uh, again, remind the boys and girls where they can find you and what you'll be doing. Yeah, so I'll be up in Edinburgh for two weeks doing a, a two-week run of our comedy show. Um, an hour every night from the 14th to the 27th. Um, so find us on Instagram. I, so it's the letter I, the letter C, the number three comedy. I see three comedy on Instagram. Um, and we'll be at the Cocktail Mafia Bar at Newtown in Edinburgh for that, for that time frame. 11, half 11 at night. But yeah, follow us on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, we'll catch them when they're coming out of the Frankie Boyles. We'll be like, yeah, what? you want more? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you got? Have you got a um, good line for hecklers? If they, if you get any, I love hecklers. You know, um, I've, I've I used to do a few roast battles and whatnot. So I don't have lines. I'll just talk to them. You know what I mean? And yeah. you, you'll expose something immediately. They're never the smartest. <laughs> yeah. You just disarm them with uh, with confusing them. And oh, all right, what else have you got to say? And they'll have nothing to say. The key is you get someone else in the crowd because usually a heckler will annoy the rest of the crowd and then yeah. someone in the crowd will start having a pop at them. And if you get a good laugh out of that, you know, everyone wins. So, yeah, that's my Excellent. Well, if, you, if you've got any of your stuff on YouTube or any, or any of your skits anywhere that people can go and watch. Uh, I will be up. We'll be uploading some sketches on our on our Instagram, but uh, yeah. I've taken quite a few of my videos down off YouTube as I've gotten a new job. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, we we up doing some sketches at the moment though which are with a producer from um from channel four so they're edited really nicely on a it's going to be almost like a mini sort of a web series as it were so yeah give us a follow and, and we'll be putting out some podcast sketch and 
um, yeah, stand-up content. Excellent. Well, if you ever do anything, you ever tweet anything, just include the ABW at, and then I'll make sure that I retweet it. And I'd like to see some of that a lot because I think you're you've got, you're going to be funny. Thank you, you always mate. make me smile, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, very. Yeah, I'll make sure I, uh, I bombard your your mentions. Oh, you, you you broke up then. Say that again. I said I'll make sure I bombard your mentions. Thank you. Do that. Lovely. Right. That's it. Thank you very much, everybody. We will be back at nine o'clock with our very own Femi. And then after that, we've got a Leeds fan at 10. And then at 11 o'clock, we've got Glenn from New York coming on rambling nonsense. And I have no idea what, what he's talking about because he'll be too busy getting angry at stuff. So that's it. We're all done. See you in 32 minutes. Uh, all the thanks, testimony thanks. I say, thank you very much, Jassy. You've been wonderful. Yeah, thanks, Danny. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Appreciate it. You'll, you'll come back and join us again during the season. Yes, please. Yeah. Lovely. All right, then. Here comes the outro. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of our predictions series. Uh, with us is one of ABW's finest. It's uh, Femster, the man's going to give us uh, more sense and more logic than any of the other ABWs that have been on. Don't tell Carl I said that because it'll, uh, it'll make sure nobody gets to work on Monday. But Femi, how are you doing? Are you excited? Yeah, super excited. Um, yeah, after watching that boring game, this, must be, this, sounds, this will be more exciting than the game that I just watched. I didn't watch. I forgot it was on, and then by only when Fergus told me he was watching it, I you thought, missed. "Why didn't it start at eight o'clock?" You missed nothing, nothing at all. No. Oh, you missed. Actually, you did. You missed Fabio Vieira um, hitting about ten crosses into the first man in open play. That is not not from corners. Oh dear. Does that sealed his future going back out on loan somewhere in Portugal? We're running out of players at the moment, aren't we? <laughs> How did ESR look in the? Did they play Rice and Party next to each other and then play ESR ahead of them, or was was it the no, usual? No, Rice played in um, the Jacker role. And how, how did he do? Yeah, he just looked so uncomfortable in that position. I don't know. Don't tell me that. He did. He just uh, maybe. To be fair, let's give him some grace. I mean, he 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 didn't. He hasn't played a lot of preseason, but literally. he... I mean, he, he has some decent stuff, a couple of nice one-twos with Martinelli, but he just, uh, yeah. I mean, it took Shaka a while to get into that, that role as well, so let's let's be fair to him. He's never been asked in his whole career to do what we're asking him to do, so he'll be all right. Yeah, I'm still amazed that after 15 shows, Phil and Jim have been there for loads, Rudy has been in and out quite a bit, and we've got Patrick and Canterbury Guna there. And what do you think to this, um, doing it this way, rather than just asking you a lot for your predictions? Do you think it's more fun doing it this way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure the, the listeners are sitting there thinking, let's see which idiot's going to predict the most <laughs> wildest things. Well, we had uh, Jassy on just before, <laughs> French Gooner, who used to do a lot of stuff with Tom, and he did all of his with his heart and picked Arsenal for everything, and Tom was the opposite, did he with his brain and picked Man City for everything. So I think it's just a balancing act of, of the two and uh, seeing which one which one you're which is going to win your heart or your brain um let's go and uh, bring up the predictions and then uh, have a little listen to what you uh, normally have a chit chat with people about how they feel about the season but as you're regularly on shows with us there's no need to do that we can just go straight and do some of the the fun stuff so i just want to make sure that on your your um your your details are right it's femi femster 82 and you are a part of abw and you have all that tattooed somewhere on your body Indeed. Thank God for that. Right. Premier League champions. Here we go. What, what are you going for? 
Oh, man. Um, <laughs> First question, are you already in trouble? <laughs> no, no, no. I'll I, I, be honest. It's Man City are going to win the league. Yeah. It won't look like it. it. It won't look like it most of the season, but by the end, he was a string. Yeah, they were always going to win the league. Uh, I, think, I think that's what most... No one has gone for anybody other than, than Arsenal or Man City. So uh, mm, I think it's going to be much like it was horses, last season. So where have you got us finishing? Where do you think we've got us finishing third? <sighs> yeah, I, I, I just... I've got a... Our squad is just... It's not that it's unbalanced. It's just it's going to take some time for us to get into the season, which could help. I mean, I mean, we've been flying starts a couple of the the seasons, but I'm worried about our striking options. I don't think a lot of people, um, a lot of people, um, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Saka's sick. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. I'm, I was wondering why Saka didn't come on because someone said he was warming up and then he went off. Said he was yeah. fine, but wasn't feeling great on the bench. And we didn't use him. I think he has some sickness. Well, sickness is better than injury. So, yeah, I think third. I, I just, I just think Liverpool. Uh, watch out for them. I think. Um, Hantumi has put here that we, we're looking unbalanced and Man City are going to batter us. Do you think that could be the case? Because from what you said, well, it's Rice is struggling I mean, to adapt to that role. Yeah, I don't know. We literally would our midfield. Uh, I said I, I tweeted earlier. I've never seen our midfield chasing back so much in preseason. We just look like teams are just having like two, three passes, and they're getting straight into our back four, and our midfield is chasing them. Just like, oh, come on. Yeah. Anyway. So he's not using um, Rice as a direct replacement role-wise for for Xhaka. He is, but. It just didn't work. <laughs> I don't know. It just—he uh, didn't look comfortable. Let's let's put it like that. I mean, but let's be fair. That's the first time he's played that position. Yeah, because he usually plays the um, party role, doesn't he? Now yeah, we've got a few people list, listening to this on the podcast that I'll put out later tonight when I put them all in one show. Rudy's put Mikhail Arteta on Saka. He was fine, but wasn't feeling great on the bench, and we didn't want to use him. I think he had some sickness, so we could not use him, like Femi said a minute ago. And then Rudy's also put new Jesus to miss the start of the season with a minor knee injury. And then Rudy's also followed that up with Mikel Arteta on Zinchenko. Quote, he's close. I think he's going to start training with the team and hopefully we'll have him back very soon. Did you know that Zinchenko, I think the charity match on Sunday for Ukraine is the same time as the Community Shield? I mean, he's not he's not fit, but it's still a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> he um, won't be with Arsenal, he'll on... be with his... One of the pods we did last night, somebody said that maybe that's the problem with Zinchenko. They're annoyed. The Arsenal were annoyed that he agreed to do it, but they've said, OK, you can play, but you're only allowed to play five minutes. Yeah, but to make him skip a whole pre-season for that would be just counter- counterproductive, wouldn't it? Yeah. He literally has not, he hasn't kicked a ball since May. Well, who knows? I've spent a decade guessing about stuff doing this podcast, and I don't think I've ever once been right, apart from keep ESR. And now I've changed my position on party. I'm saying keep party, so I'm trying to grasp that by the uh, the coattails and uh, make it look like I know what I'm on about. Right, Arsenal top goal scorer, all competitions. Most people say Saka, a couple Martinelli, but Jassy said in the last show that it was going to be Erdegaard. Mm. 
with Champions League. No, Saka's a big game player. I, I'm going Saka. I yeah. think um, I think he's a big game player, and I think with with us being in the Champions League, I think he'll he'll get a few. Hmm. I think uh, Jassy's point was that if Saka misses another penalty, somebody else will start taking them. And Odegaard takes the free kicks. And if he starts taking penalties and it's a 64-game season maximum, if we get to all the finals, which I don't think we will, but he said he could well be playing 50-plus games this season. And that's only a game if we have a goal every other game to get 25. He doesn't, he doesn't have a direct replacement, does he? He's like the only player in our squad that doesn't have one. And I don't I think, think Vieira will be playing there after yeah. watching him play there today. Yeah, I think that was the plan to uh, let let Vieira play in that role. But the more we yeah, see of him, the more it's uh, it's not working out. <laughs> what have you got for Spurs' uh, final league position? I had them finishing seventh. Oh, you've been very generous there. That's the highest that anyone's ever gone with. There's been a few ones. Well, there. I think it's a big big caveat, I guess, with depending on yeah. what they do with that guy that plays up front for them. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that kind of makes a difference. Like, I mean, if he leaves, he's basically their saviour, isn't he? So, <laughs> think he'll stay? I think he'll stay. Mm, I don't. He'll I think stay. he's going to wait to the very last minute because, you know what, Daniel Levy is like, wants to squeeze every penny out of the deal. He doesn't want to go to Germany. He just doesn't seem, it just doesn't seem that serious. No, I mean, if it was like Man United or Man City or someone else, I'd probably say, yeah, yeah, he'll probably stay. But just, I can't picture him just playing that abroad. Like, imagine, no. I just can't see it. Well, Man City have got Haaland and Man United have just bought that um, Scandinavian bloke. And Chelsea could do with a striker. I know they've got him Kunku, but he's not a proper striker in that position. So, Chelsea maybe, Mourinho, I mean, um, Potocino. So. Yeah. Uh, still hope, but it's just that's what happened with Gareth Bale. Wait to the very last minute, and that's why we got Urzel on transfer deadline day because that's how long he waited to last minute to sell Bale. Uh, what have you got for winning the FA Cup? Most people are saying Arsenal or Man City. What you got? FA Cup. I've yeah. gone. See, I was gonna go Brighton when I was looking at this, but then Josh I remember that they're no, don't be but, nice to no, Josh. No, I remember that they're in Europe, so I can't see them doing that well if they've got your the the if they've got if they're still in the what are they in the Europa League I think yeah if yeah. they're still in Europa League latter stages I can't see them taking the FA Cup that seriously to be fair. So I'm gonna go Manchester United. That's not that's that's a very good shout. Um I don't think anyone else yeah, is they're, they're just a they're a cop team. Look, they got to all the finals last season, didn't they? They got. Would they get to the League Cup final? Yeah, they, they won the League Cup. Yeah, and they got to the FA Cup final. And they got quite far in Europe, and they're just designed to counter attack. So they're just a cup. They're a good cup team. Nobody has said Man United for either of the cups so far out of the, out of the other fourteen predictions. And now that yeah, you say that. How could nobody have picked that when they got to both finals last year? People are idiots, Fem. They're idiots. <laughs> so what are you going to go for the League Cup? Are you going to go for a League and FA Cup double for, for Man United? No, I like that Aston Villa shout. I like that Do you know we Aston had an Aston Villa, Villa fan on and he didn't even pick Aston Villa for it. He said they'd be yeah, very busy I, concentrating I, on Europe. They will, but Emery's a cup guy. He just loves, he can't help himself in the cup. Yeah. And they have got a little bit of a deeper squad as well than the most people think. 
Mm. I think uh, Seb said the key to their next season is if he can get a tune out of, um, I always forget his bloody name, the one with Liverpool sold Barcelona, Coutinho. If they can he's get him to do something, like when he first turned he's up, not... he was brilliant. Where's he going to play? They've got, he's, just, he's not even going to step on the pitch. He's not in that. Mm. Forget about that. He's got Saudi Arabia <laughs> written all over him. 31 <laughs> years old, massive wages. <laughs> Off you go. Did you see that um that YouTube that Twitter link that I put in the, the WhatsApp group about all the goals that Pepe scored? Did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how how haven't we been able to get the most out of that bloke? Those some yeah. of those goals, pulling back, he, he's he's doing what Saka does, isn't he? he gets down the right hand side. His first free kick, you know. He's... He scored two in one game, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, two in kicks. one game, yeah. How can't we get a tune out of him or give him a go? He's got to be better than Vieira, hasn't he? Different position, but well, I think once Arteta makes up his mind about a player, I think it's not coming back really, is there? That is that is very true. Uh right, here we go. This is the the retail whether you're off your trolley or not. Champions League winner, what are you going for? Oh I don't want to say Man City because <laughs> I'm just thinking, looking at their squads. See, I think Man City are gonna make a couple more signings. Real Madrid don't have a striker. They've lost Benzi, which makes me doubt them a lot more now. And he was their saviour in those those wild seasons they were having. Didn't uh, um, Munich. Joss, remember Jossi Lou? I think it was ex-Barcelona, ended yeah. up at Stoke. They've got, Real Madrid have got They've him got on him up front. Yeah. yeah. But he had a he good season a last season. <laughs> yeah, he had a good season last season, scored 20-odd La Liga goals, but... That reminds me, it just looks a little bit like Ben Yedder when he went and played for, for Barcelona. I think it was him that played there. Yeah. I think, why, how do these people end up playing at these clubs? We get one season. It was like um, when we had, uh, who was the Brazilian bloke? Uh, Julio Batista. <laughs> Those kind of players, they get one season in the sun and you never hear from them again. So you're sticking All with... Right. Uh, Put me down for... Yeah, that Mbappe. Do you know what? Put me down for Barcelona. To win the Champions League. Oh, a new name. Yeah, they were rubbish last season in the Champions League, but their defensive record is outrageous. They yeah. hardly let in any. All their games, majority of the games in the league last season finished one nil. You believe it or not? <laughs> so if they, yeah. if they, I think once they sell Usman Dembele, they're still going to add one more, one more attacker. That's going to be sort of an electric player. And then let's see what they do. Yeah, Josh is just asking if he can do 9pm tomorrow. Uh, does Cash has got that? Um, so where are we up to? Uh, top goal scorer who is a Premier League player for all competitions. Everyone has gone Haaland apart from uh, Mike McDonald went Nkunku and uh, Suburban Guna went Martinelli and then... Uh, Jassy went Erdegaard. What are you going for? I'm going Haaland. Yes. Yeah, got to be. Hasn't it? Do you think he'll match the 52 goals that he got last season or beat it? I think he'll, he'll come close because I think he was getting better as the season went on. And he even slowed down at the end of the season as well. But he had a like a weird start, didn't he, where he wasn't clicking with the team. I think yeah. now that the team knows him a bit more, he'll get. I think he'll be good. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, but hopefully, that in the form he had at the end of the last season, one in seven or one in six, hopefully he brings that forward to the new season and they completely fail. That would be hilarious. Do you think at any point the Man City owners are going to go, well, we've just done the quadruple. This season, they're up for seven trophies. Could do back-to-back doubles, back-to-back Champions League. Is there any point that the owners are going to go, yeah, we're done with football now and sell up? No. And will then Man City drift back down into League Two where they belong? Nah, it's, what do they care? They, they, it can just keep ticking over for them. They don't mm. invest massive, massive amounts of money now. They just have to buy like one or two players a season now. That's how good their squad is. Yeah, hopefully losing Gwandagan is going to be a problem for them, but it won't be. They've got Rodri. I mean, that bloke, that kid is amazing. The winners of the championship, there's uh, been quite a few different teams here. No one's. We've got a Leeds fan coming on the show later tonight. I think at the the ten after you actually ten o'clock. So we'll have one. And I've got I've got an Everton fan coming on. I've asked a Chelsea fan to come on. So what are you going to go for the championship? Oh, man. Um, I'm not too versed on it. I know Leicester got that Man City assistant coach, and he's supposed to be the bee's knees. But they keep selling players. Southampton, they keep selling players as well, and I think they still got a few players to lose. Leicester have lost a lot of players. Someone said Middlesbrough, um, but I don't know much about Middlesbrough, to be honest. I'm, mm. not, I'm not really that versed on any of these teams. Um, let's say, let's go... Let's go Leicester. That is I the like, easy like the, choice, isn't it? And I do, I mean, they have lost a few players, but I do like their manager. Um, I've, I mean, obviously, just from watching City and... He's close to God, Pep as well. So who's the manager? The he, he was one of Pep's assistants. That's a long old list. He's had more <laughs> assistants now than Sir Alex Ferguson did. To be fair, he management. lost two assistants this summer. So let's see if that affects the way they play. Yeah, we've lost um, the one that was Man United assistant manager, didn't we? We've lost him to yeah, Steve Brown. He was yes. the 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 fourth official whisperer. I call him. <laughs> uh. <laughs> He's the one that always gets off the bench and talks. Apparently, you can't do that anymore. It's ruining all your fun. First manager to be fired. What you got? You know what? I had either the Wolves manager because they're just always they sold their best player and they just they just don't sign players. Um, Or the Nottingham Forest manager because they're such their their owners so volatile. Anything can happen with him. Um, and they could just have a bad start. See, I, I want to say West Ham are going to be have a bad start this season, and Moyes, but they stopped by Moyes, and he's got this thing where he just does enough to stay in the job. It's just about. So I'm going to go Lopetegui at Wolves. I think he's not going to last too long. He's a very good manager. Him. You look at he his is, stuff. He is, but they just don't. They don't give him anything. He's been complaining about signing since the end of last season. And they've literally been in financial trouble. Apparently, they were in in danger of breaking FFP until um, what's his name got sold to Saudi Arabia. So <laughs> that I mean, saved their bacon. But they just, they really haven't signed anyone. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. Roy, Roy might be. You know, let's see if Roy makes it through. I mean, they won't sack. Will they sack Roy Hodgson because he's no. complaining about signing? As they haven't signed anyone either. It'll just go back into But a lot of these, these smaller teams just start signing loads of players right at the end of the window. So it's, it's really hard, isn't it? It is. So uh, 
looking back at yours, Arsenal finished third. That's a that's an odd one. Uh, Man United, I think that's a good call for the FA Cup. Barcelona for the Champions League is is a uh, is an interesting one. So you've made a couple of choices there that nobody else has. So uh, you're you're breaking new ground there. Um, yeah, I like that. So uh, you are guest number is it sixteen? Yeah, you're guest number sixteen. So uh, yeah, that's that done. Um, anything else you want to have a chat about before we go? Because we've only been going nineteen minutes. No, I'm I'm worried about this Gabriel Jesus thing. Uh, I saw in the chat earlier. I'm like <laughs> knee surgery. He went for knee surgery. That's that's just before the season starts. That's absolutely. I don't know what we're going to do about this striking system because I'm just not convinced about about um, Eddie and Ketia. I mean, he, he can score goals if he get, but I just don't think we play his style of football. And Balogun just isn't even training with a team anymore. So what, what are we going to do? I mean, this Jesus injury doesn't seem like a one-off either. This is like a, like a pattern now, isn't it? These knee, especially knee injuries. So we've got to be careful with that. Yeah, it could be something as, as little as uh, um, fluid on the knee, or it could be something like his legs falling off. We, we have no idea <laughs> until the club decide the to give us, yeah, until they give <laughs> they us a little get, bit more information. They didn't give us anything in January when he got. No, it was the it was the journals that was telling us. Oh yeah, he's out for three months, and they were hearing it from Brazil. When they were asking Arteta every week, he refused to kind of give a time frame. Yeah. So uh, I, everything. I, I wait for Ornstein. I wait for Ornstein. He'll tell us the truth. He, he, somehow he finds out. We should try and get Ornstein on the pod. Why not? I mean, his hat. And his uh, yeah. I mean, we've had a. Uh, Kaya Kainak on and we've had um, Charles Watts on. Chris managed to get um, Charles Watts. So, uh, who knows? Oh, here we go. 3-1-2 Gooners, but looks like he's just uh, arthroscopic um, surgery on, on his surgically repaired knee from last season. And uh, and Bronco says source. So, it's just going to be a load of that until we actually find out yeah. what it is. Oh, here we go. 312 Guna says, Arteta said in his press conference today that it was on the same knee as last season and it was a minor irritation. Hopefully, hopefully 312. That that could be it, isn't it? What was that? Oh, no. Miami Guna, John is 309. I think that's the area code, is it? Oh, my one is uh, where I live is 01480. There you go. I, I'm paying for a house phone, Femi, and I don't even own a bloody house phone. Sort your lives out, Sky. I don't want it. You're charging me money. They're um, changing them to digital house phones soon, if that makes any help. No. Uh, if you want me, yeah. you call me on my mobile. I'm not They're changing the them one. to digital home phones where you can yeah. answer your phone from a computer or something like that. That's what Sky are doing, or BT, whoever it did, does it. Is it? Yeah. Well, there you go. Not only do we talk football, we're talking <laughs> technology. So anyone got any technology questions, uh, save them because uh, we're not doing that. All right, Femi, thank you very much. That has been wonderful. Thank it's nice you. to have you on. Um, some wise words, some interesting choices, which is very good. Um, next up is the Leeds fan, Tom, So uh, of Thomas. And, uh, yeah, they've just been freshly relegated. And we'll find out whether Leeds have any chance of being promoted next season because a couple of people have actually picked leads to win the championship so we will see um all there is now femi is to uh tell people where they can find you on the twitters if they're only listening 
Oh, yeah, at Fem's yeah, 82. Don't, don't point to it if <laughs> no, it's for the listeners. It. <laughs> yeah, at Fem's 82 on Twitter. Go Lovely give me job. a follow. Very, very good, interesting stuff. So uh, all it needs to do now is something you say goodbye to the boys and girls, and I will end the show. Take care, everyone. Hello and welcome again to a Burkamp Wonderland, apparently an Arsenal podcast, but not only tonight have we had a handful of gooners, we've now got a Leeds fan joining us too. Uh, predictor number 17 is, is what you will be hearing, henceforth known as. It's Mr Tom, uh, a Londoner, but he's a Leeds fan. How are you doing? I'm wonderful, thank you. Uh, appreciate you having me on. I've been called worse than number 17. I like that. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, we were saying before the show that um, you're you're a Londoner, your old man's a Londoner, and uh, but you both support Leeds, but the rest of your family all supports yeah. Arsenal, and that Arsenal is the only team that Leeds don't hate. So I didn't know that. I thought Leeds hate everybody. We do, but it was it's more of a like the enemy of our enemy is our friend, and you did a lot of things that Manchester United would have uh, considered a nuisance. So yeah. it was a uh, quite handy. Can't really argue with that. Um, you're friends with Stan, and you do. You've got your love Leeds 1919. Was that the year they were formed? That is. That is exactly it. Um, ideally, I would have had it as at we love we all love Leeds, but unfortunately, yeah. Twitter was a bit stingy, so I had to go with the best I possibly could. Yeah, I've had to have a lot of read on about that, but he's blanking me at the moment. I do expect a response sometime about. Uh, so, oh, sort it out, and so far nothing's been done. He's been too busy rebranding. It's probably in the post. Yeah, probably. Never going to get here. Um, you also do a wrestling pod, and Stan, we all know Stan is a bit nuts when it comes to the wrestling. He's currently watching all of it on uh, the WWE TV. And I watch, there's a Twitch channel that I watch, and they um, continuously play non-stop uh, old SmackDown Raw, SmackDown Raw. God, they went all the way back to the beginning. Oh, yeah. And now they're up to 2006, and it is rubbish. Yeah, it's not ideal. Um but we we tend to cover a mix. We go live or at mid, well, in the UK live at midnight. Obviously, times vary uh, across the world. Um, well, basically, we discuss certain topics. For example, tonight it'll be SummerSlam, which will be Saturday, and then we're watching SummerSlam on Saturday live on the channel uh, in a watch along format. It's good fun. I completely forgot it's summer because the weather is so bloody awful. We're in the middle yeah. of summer. And so it's summer. So what's the main event for SummerSlam? Uh, I believe Roman Reigns will be uh, defending against his cousin Jay, Uso. But watching the weekly is it's not bad. It's uh, it's it's actually a lot better than the era you're describing. Yeah, I just I mean I like to see the women doing the wrestling, but they all look like they got dressed in the dark in a fancy dress shop. That's how the women dress, and it's ridiculous. Um, it, yeah, uh, uh, the, uh, the Ford Elson podcast, uh, the show we do, it does sometimes double as a bit of a fashion show, where we uh, we like uh, we like putting up the images of uh, things we've uh, discovered throughout the week, and yeah. it's good fun. It's good fun, ad by all. But when you look back and you see how the divas originally started, the bra and panties competition, and oh, yeah. you think, oh, yeah. that is embarrassing to watch that now. Yeah. And back then, I thought it was a bit weird, but now in the in the morals of, the, of 2023, you look at that and go, mm, no, that's yes, yeah. that's horrible. Yeah. Uh, before we get on to why we're actually here with the football, I do <laughs> I do kind of look back and think, who backstage was looking yeah. at like the the gravy bowl when they're having wrestling in gravy and yeah. thought. 
that oh, that really does it for me. Like, who's sitting and, there thinking that? And some of the stuff Jerry Lawler would come out with, you're thinking, oh, yeah. I yeah. don't know if they still have that, all of that available on the um, on their their channel because I know they've taken off all the Chris Benoit stuff, haven't they? It's it's actually there. They just don't promote that. It's there. Oh, when, when it's not when you do a search, it doesn't come up in the listing. Is yeah. That yeah, yeah. But if you watch a specific show or that, it will have him on it. They just don't. You can't yeah. specifically search him out. Ah, we, I suppose it's fair. Um, yeah. Yeah, I suppose that's good. Right, let's get on with the whole point of being here. So if anybody wants to go and follow you on uh, your your Twitter for your podcast or either of your podcasts, where do they go? Uh, basically, just uh, just here, I am feeling like a bit of a Formula One racing car with all the Twitter accounts. <laughs> but basically, my personal one is at Mr. Tom 28 uh, The lead show, which airs on uh, Sunday evening, UK 9 p.m., is at lovelyleads1919 or 1919. And if you fancy a bit of the graps, a bit of the wrestling, then it's at Full Nelson Pod. Jolly good. And you can see our very own Stan on there. With, with, did you make him wear his Spider-Man mask when he's doing it? He, well, there is a guy that comes on in a mask, but I've never <laughs> confirmed that he is Stan. Like, I would ne- I'd never do him like that. So, no, that, that would be completely yeah. wrong. Lucia Luciador or uh, yeah. uh Right, let's yeah. go and get up the uh, gonna get up the share the screen, look at the predictions and laugh at what everybody has picked, and then stick us down the bottom. So a uh, little bit of zoomage in. Um so the first thing you're gonna do is uh we've got all your details correct there. Who's gonna win the Premier League? Uh, you're going to be upset by this, I suspect, but I find it hard to look past the blue half of Manchester. Yeah, that makes sense. Why? Well, obviously, I don't have the emotional attachments that many of your viewership and uh, guests will have. So yeah. it's quite easy for me to say they spend the most money generally. They they have Erling Haaland. They have X, Y and Z. They're going to win it. It's for yeah. you to beat them. So how do you feel as a, a fan of a team that has, hasn't really spent much time in the Premier League, but is still considered a one of the biggest clubs in England? I mean, you're bigger than Spurs, you're bigger than Leicester, you're bigger than many teams, Newcastle, you're bigger than all them historically. Uh, how does it make you feel when you see Man City, who are essentially a League One team, and what they've done? Does it does it irritate you as much as it irritates everybody else? It, it does. It irritates me in the context that it's a, a lot of our doing. Uh, uh, yeah, ultimately, we failed financially at a time period where the Premier League was building up steam financially and we were not able to be part of it. We weren't able to put, put ourselves in a position where billionaires would look at us and go, that's a big club. We They're already in the Premier League. Let's make something happen. Instead, we got uh, two Bob Charlies that, uh, you know, uh, what's the best way of putting it? Ken Bates, let's say, <laughs> comes through the door and buys us for a pound and try liquidates everything and builds. And you know, it's it would have been nicer if Ken Bates was chic. Ken Bates, for example, um, but it's not. It's not. I'm, I'm afraid it's not. I've got a bit of a soft spot for Leeds, which is a bit odd for an Arsenal fan. And I was about a month ago. I was looking through, reading through your Wikipedia. Even to this day, David O'Leary is still percentage-wise your second best manager, and 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 they they got rid of him. That was 
that was the beginning of the end for your team, who were a Champions League yeah. semi-final team, wasn't it? It is, because he was, always, in my opinion, he was made a scapegoat because the financial, the, the financial penalty of our spending hadn't dropped at that point. So mm. they tried to get out in front of it and go, oh, you're taking our players and you're not. Well, we were probably about fifth at the time. So it was like, we should be winning the titles and stuff. And it's like, yeah, but you should not be spending money you don't have. Yeah, I mean, you look back at that when, when the likes of Ferdinand and all, and all that lot left, that was, you're thinking, bloody hell. Mm-hmm. That any team that were, that were fighting at the top half of the table and they'd end up relegated. And then you've got yeah. Telltale come in and he made a mess of it. And yeah, isn't going to work. So, it, go on. It was like a fire sale. Like basically, mm. a, it was the equivalent of a relegated team being picked of all their players, except we were fifth in the Premier League. And everyone was coming in like, yeah. we'll give you, uh, off the top of my head, it'd be, we'll give you three million for Robbie Fowler, but you still have to pay half his wages. And yeah. we're still so desperate to rein in finances that we were willing to pay half the wages of players just so we didn't have to pay 100% of the wages of players. Didn't you get a Man City? And then you ain't got the players. Man. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, mm. it actually was Man City. But before they were good, of course. Um, so where have you got Arsenal finishing this season? And then, like the Villa fan, I want you to let me know where Leeds are going to finish this season. I have you roughly at I have you at fourth. Right, time you left. <laughs> Go on, one <laughs> fourth. The reason I have you at fourth is because I think Newcastle are going to kick on. I don't think they're actually going to win it, but they're going to they're going to, they're going to increase their spending power and. We don't know if they're finished this summer. Um, I think Liverpool have had a bit of a time in the doldrums, so for their standards recently, and I think they may nick the third. So I'm yeah. going conservative, but I still think you'll get the Champions League spot. Yeah. But it depends at what you all sort of think about fourth. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, we're definitely going to be top four, but it's a matter of um, how much... Well, now that Jesus might be injured for a few weeks, and then what we're going to do to score goals for? I mean, we'll be fine for a while with Martinelli and Saka on the wings and Erdegaard in the hole and and all of that lot. But yet again, our main strikers could be missing for part of the season if things are as bad as what they say it is. Could be a month, two months, something like this. Yeah. I mean, look at this. Look what Stan's saying. Stan's saying, "Oh, yes. cut this guy I'll the mic." <laughs> I'll, I'll get. I can say something that rather than like looking up my address and stuff. Oh, I yeah. personally think you'd be sick if you didn't have Eddie and Ketia. Good God, how does that work out? He ain't ever going to score goals for us. He's terrible. He's one of the greatest. He's a great young man. Yeah. Uh, lots of effort. I've seen him running around the full parts training ground. That's the Leeds oh. training ground for the benefit mm-hmm. of the Arsenal fans. Just yeah. a great young lad. Um, Great in the dressing room, and uh, I see no reason why he's not helping you hold your heads above water. But not, not seriously. I <laughs> you start that with knock knock, then people will know that you were joking. Uh, where do you think Leeds are going to finish in the championship? I actually think we're going to win the championship because why wouldn't I think that? You know, in in all in all fairness, this would be my one pick where. You like, like for example, I think Stan mentioned it uh, again. Mentioned thank you for putting me forward for this, Stan, uh, where he was mentioning like he's p- making many of his picks with like with his heart over his head. 
Yeah. And that's obviously the one where I can where I can't be objective over it. It's like if we keep certain players, we've got the best manager that we could have possibly got out of what was available. It, like we're putting ourselves in a position to do well. That's, in my opinion. Uh, I, I agree with you completely, which is why I'm changing my prediction for the winner of the championship. I've been doing a little bit of wikiing, found out who your manager was. I had no idea. And I'll be telling people, um, yeah, I'm changing mine from Leicester to, to Leeds later on in this show. So Arsenal's top goal scorer, all competitions. Who are you going to go for? Um, I've got down uh, Saka, because yeah. uh, I know he's been your top scorer in the previous, I believe it's two seasons, right? Yeah. And like you, you do rely on him, and I believe he's very like front heavy with his goals, like more like the first half of the season. Yeah. It feels like that's when he like he he's, he's like the greyhound that comes out really fast, but then gets tired around April. But by then, he's already got enough to be a top scorer. So I think it will be him again. Yeah, that's what I've done. That's what most people are thinking because he's a uh, he's just magnificent. Are you, are you an England fan? I am an English individual that uh, want that wants the team to do well when they're playing. Uh, yeah. I I don't have a drum kit. Yeah. And like go to Wembley and that, but you know, I I, I don't actively root against the team. Yeah, I'm, I'm English, and um, I should be an English yeah. fan. But when it's full of uh, Spurs and Man United players, uh, I, and uh, I, I struggle to give a shit. I, mean, plus them, I don't like Southgate, but as a general rule, I am an England fan. But I don't really care if they win or lose. But now we've got more and more Arsenal players in the team. I'm starting to become a bit of a believer. Um, who's going to be top goal scorer in the Championship for Leeds? Because I get the fans of other teams to pick the same answers for their team. With uh... a couple of them. Our top scorer, it, I don't, there's this weird thing where I get the feeling that no matter what happens, Patrick Bamford's up front. Yeah. Like, if if we, like, Bielsa, like, say what you will about his magnificence and everything. If we'd signed Cristiano Ronaldo two years ago, which would never have happened and would never have flew, we wouldn't have stood for it. But if he had, we would have played Patrick Bamford ahead of Cristiano Ronaldo because that's the faith that there is in him at the club. Yeah. It's it's madness. But unless we go out and buy someone that is that has true like 25 goals a season pedigree, it's going to be Patrick Bamford because he's the penalty taker. And Well, I was looking at when the season you got promoted a few years ago, he got, I think, 17 the season you got promoted. Then he got 16 in the Premier League the next season. And then he fell yeah. apart with injuries, didn't he? Then he had two more. And if he'd yeah. have been fit last season, you wouldn't have gone down. I I can see why people would think that is the case. Yeah. He, he He's a very divisive figure among the Leeds faithful, I think it's fair to say. He's going to be 30 this in September. I still think of him as a young man. Yeah. I mean, when he, like, he came through at Nottingham Forest and Chelsea yeah. bought him so no one else could have him kind of thing that's that's strange people buying pamphlets so no one can have him but because you probably couldn't give him away now but um so you're going Bamford for that yeah um so how about spurs where do you i know it's not really relevant for you because uh who's your arch rivals man united i suppose yeah but uh, i had an answer for spurs i think spurs are getting sick sick that's the highest bloody hell how do you justify that that's crazy even because i've demoted 
because I demoted the man the Manchester Red team to well hopefully twentieth, but <laughs> but I, I know that's a bit too adventurous. Oh dear. It's funny yeah. Stan mentions that because I had an answer prepared for a Premier League top scorer and yeah. I was actually going to say if Leeds were still in the Premier League it would be Junior Firpo. Yeah. But we're not so he can't so I'm going to have to just settle for Erling Haaland. I've never even heard of Junior Firpo. Oh, he's a great man. He's a great man. He's got the world's greatest moustache. Great, world's greatest moustache. Does he even play for Leeds? Uh, he has. Oh, he, he, had great, he had a great. He had a. He had a great February. He was a. Yeah. He was a, yeah. yeah. Great. Door. He had a great February, and it's a shame that February couldn't stretch out for the two years he's been at the club. <laughs> that is a shame. Um, right. So next one. Uh, who are you going to pick for the FA Cup winner? Newcastle United, and I can tell you why. That's who I picked. The reason I'm going with Newcastle is because way back when, when Manchester City got their their riches, the trophy that set them on their way was the FA Cup. Yeah. And I notice a lot of dynasties in football tend to start with that trophy. Like Manchester United in the 90s, they won like an FA Cup in 1990 before they won the Premier League. Lee Martin. Or like the top division. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's the sort of trophy that would spur Newcastle on to yeah. actually get more silverware. Yeah, Lee Martin scored the goal, the left winger. And that's the, the goal they said uh, kept Ferguson in his job because they were about to yeah. fire him. Um, OK, so how about the League Cup? Uh, maybe a little cheeky bid for Leeds, Leeds for the League Cup? No, I would act, uh, again, I would go with Newcastle because in the hope that at least I'll get one out of two and sound a little bit clever. But <laughs> Not many people have gone for the, uh, the, both cups for the same team. I think... Um, uh, Tom has got well. Tom picked Man City to win everything, which is a fair bet. Yeah, only only one other person has picked the same team for both cups. But um, the bloke we had on earlier, um, our family said Man United for the FA Cup because they got to both cup finals last season, and uh, so I far they're the only ones to do that. I mean, he was the only one to pick that. Yeah, uh, Champions League winner. What are you going to go there? Um, Manchester City. Oh, obvious, isn't it? Because, uh, well, teams rarely retain it outside of Real Madrid. Yeah. And Man City absolutely blew them away. Um, and obviously, it's probably going to be the year before they get Mbappe. So, they're not going to be at their full peak, let's say. Mm. I can't believe I'm saying that about Real Madrid. But it's going it to be true. Man City's best chance to retain it, let's say. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, so, uh, a player from the Premier League, top goal scorer, but all competitions, including Europe, what have you got? Oh, Erling Haaland. Just, yeah. who else can it be? Like, it's just a row of, oh, 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 oh God. Okay. What? Odegaard? No, no, okay, okay. okay. Oh, what, well, someone's picked Odegaard? Yeah. yeah that yeah. was um, that was Jassy because he said that if Saka misses one more penalty, then uh, Odegaard will start taking penalties. And for the amount of games we're playing next season, that's going to be five or six goals. And he scored 15 last season. But for all competitions, uh, I think he was just uh, he was high on life because mm. uh, Arsenal were doing well. And he even smiled when he said Odegaard. There's got no chance mm. for that one. Um, uh, this is where I am going to go and change mine um, championship winner from Leicester to Leeds because I don't look, look at your team like I said you've got Sinistera I thought was magnificent you've got Daniel James you've got Elder Costa 
Jack Harrison I like, Bamford, you can't really argue with Bamford, he's going to have a good season down there. And then you've got Miesler um, in goal, he's a really decent player. Luke Hayling, I mean, I know... We've actually, we're, we're actually going to replace him. We've already bought Carl Darlow from Newcastle. Four hundred thousand. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I saw that. So is Mo- Meisler off? Is he off to France? I, I think I think he thinks he's off. I think yeah. he wants to go. But the thing is, you don't tend to get a massive market for goalkeepers who conceded one hundred and fifty goals in two years. <laughs> That's true. But I think a, ma- a brilliant signing for you is Ethan Ampadu, linked to Arsenal when he left. Uh, Incredible. And he has had two. Four really decent loans: one in Germany, one in Italy, and two in Spain. And how about? I don't know how much you paid for him because Wiki says it's uh, uh, um, seven million, roughly. It was seven million. What yeah, because they uh, allegedly they like opened like they wanted twelve, but yeah. obviously I don't think anyone's really willing to pay that. So I think we did well to uh, get him at the price we did, uh, which, which is nice because yeah. Because we got a pants pulled down on Daniel James. And I've got nothing against Daniel James as a player yeah. or person. Yeah. But I'm Manchester United's fifth-choice striker for £30 million pound. seems a bit dodgy. How much you paid for him? Yeah, really, it was like 28 or something, but for the uh, sake of life. Really. Without looking, I'd have thought you'd maybe have paid about 10 or 12 for him. It says here 25. Yeah, wow. yeah. He's, that sounds he's more right, job, yeah. Has he? Well, yeah, well, but then they, we played him out of position. We put he's like he's like five foot five or something, whatever yeah. he is. And when we put him up front, and it yeah. and it's like but he's a winger for a start, and it's like get tactical about it. But we at the time we had Jack Harrison and Rafina, and it's like so why are you buying Daniel James, other than other than your own personal vanity? Because we tried to buy him in the first season. Yeah. Um, that Bielsa was there, had he was at the club, he, like with his dad holding the shirt up for photos and that, and then Swansea stopped returning our calls on uh-huh. deadline day, and uh, because they realised that instead of us paying twelve million, they could wait until June and get fifteen from Man United. So that's obviously what they did, and then he barely played for Man United. Uh, they got Ronaldo. He became fifth choice, and then we turn up and go. Well, we won't sell. For, we're we're not leaving here without Daniel James. It's like they probably want to give him to us. Yeah. But now you've said you won't want to leave without him. They're like, make us an offer. Yeah. Well, if you should have gone. We'll give you the fifteen million you've paid. But instead, yeah. if we've gone. We'll give you twenty five. Oh, and and they're like done. Like you could have. I, mean, I can't believe their luck. They probably yeah. loaned him to him for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. So, winner of the championship, I'm going to have a stab in the dark here. You're going to go Leeds. Yeah. Um, how, um, how worried are you about the likes of Southampton and Leicester who came down with you and Middlesbrough and uh, who else is in here? Oh, very worried. Huh? I'm not as worried about Middlesbrough. Yeah. Um, it's more Leicester and Southampton because all their, all their big players have either been sold for a lot of money or... They're, they're basically holding out for a lot of money, which they might get. So they can then respend that if they so choose. So then yeah. that obviously weakens our position. But it's, hard, it's really hard to say at this point. Obviously, everyone can have a more educated guess come September 3rd or whenever deadline day is, when yeah. you know what, you, what you've got and what you haven't. Oh, I just remembered... Uh... 
Oh, no, they've not replied. Good. Um, right, and the final one I've got for you is... I've got two screens up here at the same time. First Premier League manager to get the boot, who do you reckon? Uh, I would say Lopetegui. Oh, man's getting no love at all. Why? Uh, the reason I would go for him is because historically, in the last couple of years, Wolves have shown that they get out of a lot of trouble by pulling the trigger early. Like they, they seem to give themselves a, a real good chance of survival after every bad start. And they will have a bad start because they sold their best player. to Their, their best player's decided he wants money rather than prestige. He's gone to Saudi Arabia. Good luck to him. Yeah. But that doesn't leave them in a great position. And I'm sure I know they can buy a player because they've, they've got the money and all that. But if they don't have an outstanding start, he will get sacked. And because they've shown they've, they've done it, they've done it, they've done it to Nuno. On, I know they let Nuno out, but they don't to the guy that replaced Nuno. I can't remember who it was. The guy they sacked last season when they mm. lost 2 0 at West Ham. Yeah, no, I can't think. It was very oh. early. No, uh, I can't think who yeah. it was. I should go and have a little look while you're talking. Whereas Leeds are very late with the sackings. We're, we're like the last team. Sorry? Oh, Steve Davis was the interim. Oh, Bruno Large. That's that's the guy. Yeah. yeah. He was only there for a short while. But they get in first and, and we go, we're like last on the merry-go-round. So we get the manager no one else wanted. Yeah. Really. And then we paid for it, essentially. But that, well, that it works that, out for them. I think having Daniel Farker there, who's won the championship two times in three seasons, that even if he just gets you back up again, then you get rid of him and get in a bigger name. He has got everything that you need to get you out of that league. It's just a shame that Timo Puki has gone to play in the MLS. Otherwise, Leeds could have him. He'd bang you in 40 goals a season and then get you to the Premier League and he'd get one goal a season. But uh, yeah, I think you're definitely going to come back up because you managed to keep so many decent players and other players that are that you had in the Premier League that were kind of championship quality are going to shine in the championship, like you were saying with that the Welsh kid and with Bamford and a couple of others. So um, there you go. That's it. Right. Uh, before we go, just give people a little reminder of your where people can find your, um, your podcasts. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I can be found on at Mr. Tom 28, and that's where I'll basically retweet all the stuff from the other podcasts. Uh, but basically, Love Leads 1919 will be the, the official Twitter. Official Twitter. I ain't paying them 10 grand for the gold thing. But <laughs> the, official, the official Twitter of the We All Love Leads show not called show, the NBA's show. And then uh, the Full Nelson podcast, which can be found at Full Nelson Pod. In hindsight, massive mistake calling it Full Nelson podcast because it's a video on YouTube. And I've never, and I wouldn't even know what Spotify is to uh, put it out on that. So find us on that. We're actually going live in 93 minutes. And have some fun and festivities planned. I'm going to come and uh, I've watched a couple of them. I sat, I usually have, I've got two screens here. I'll often have, have uh, other pods on there when I'm doing stuff. So I have you on one and then uh, stuff on the other one. So I might come and have a look at that tonight. Stan on. I appreciate it. I, I believe Stan is going to make an appearance because he's not notified me that he isn't. Yeah. So, but good. yeah, you know, we have a good bunch of lads. Uh, generally, uh, go through a few memes or stuff at first that I found that are amusing to, to me. Yeah. Mainly, I'm more interested in amusing myself. If other people are amused, that's a bonus, isn't it? Yeah. But um, 
where we go through the shows. We're going to make our predictions because we have a predictions game that's been going since February, like predicting match outcomes on the pay-per-view events. Uh, yeah. it's, it's good. It's good fun. I I enjoy it, and I the audience does. Uh, always welcome. Always welcome. Excellent. Right. If we manage to meet you in any cup competitions this season, then we'll get you on again for one of them. And if not, then we'll see you next season in the Premier League. The season after next, then we'll get you on for the for a yeah. preview game and uh, yeah, be honest, yeah. how good it is to be back in the Premier League, but uh, rock bottom of the table as <laughs> you go back down again because your owners are arseholes. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, our new owners have not proven to be arseholes yet, oh, but we all know what all for. Uh, 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 the the people that own the San Francisco 49ers have invested uh, uh, oh, took full control 49ers Enterprise yeah. Yes. yeah oh good Where we, uh, he doesn't uh, even know how old he is so we're invested in by such individuals as Olympic gold medalist Michael Phelps and NBA player Russell Westbrook those are names that I know uh, well, don't get me wrong if they walked in front of me I couldn't tell you a lick about who they were well, uh, one of them's got really big hands and really big feet, and the other one, I've got no idea who they are. Right, that's he's probably, it. He's we, probably tall. He, he, prob- he probably is. You don't get many midgets playing. Yeah. We can't say that anymore, can we? People of uh, reduced stature playing NBA basketball, do you? Right, thank you very much, Tom. It's been fun to have you on. And uh, all we've got to do now is play the outro. I will be back in about half an hour with Glenn from New York. And that'll be the final show of the day. And, uh, yeah, and then I'll be editing them all and putting them all up on the iTunes for you to listen to while you're having a poo, having a bath, or walking the dog. Right, see you later, everybody. Goodbye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. You nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? (laughs) So I've just eaten a full quiche. Hello, dear listener, viewer, and people doing neither. And welcome to Bird Count One Done. We are back for the sixth show of the day, and it is person number, oh, here we go. So it's uh, 18. It's Glenn from New York. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello. It's an honor to be here on your show. It's totally, totally my fault that we are 10 minutes late. You see these headphones that I haven't used since I was down with OPP? They're replacement headphones. My dogs chewed my other ones. Danny, I'm really, I'm so happy. You know how happy I am to be on the show and how happy I'm going to be to meet you when I go to the UK for the first time in January. Oh boy, are we going to have some fun. I hope I know it's you... snowing and you can stand on the back of my electric chair and we can do donuts or, or, <laughs> we, could, or we could do shoplifting. You see, either, either one, whichever one you want. No, you're not coming to New York. I'm going to the UK. What are you talking about? It's uh, in this country that people are just shoplifting um, like there's no tomorrow. It's, they, well, they don't do it in my village because it would be frowned upon. But you go to Huntingdon and people are robbing the place left, right and centre. So uh, it's, it's a fun time to be to watching the UK slowly um turning into america it is uh, all right first of all i could send you a video of uh the cnn people going to a drugstore to say there's no crime and in their five minute segment three people shoplift yes right on their camera oh okay okay i i thought okay I thought we were I think arguing Rogan about. Rogan might have shown it or something, but yeah, yeah I've seen that. It's uh, I, I love watching it on on Twitter. I often retweet stuff of like usually these big fat people getting fire <laughs> trolleys out of stuff and wobbling to their car and trying to stick it all in their car. 
Jesus. Oh my gosh. I, I'm sorry. This is supposed to be 10 minutes long. I've already wasted three minutes complaining. Oh, so no, nobody's done it in 10 minutes. The shortest oh. has been 16 and the longest has been 42. That was my <laughs> hurts because he wouldn't shut up. <laughs> okay, yeah, so. but I'm ready and I'm really, really honored to be doing this. Uh, I mean, I was, I was uh, uh, you were running out of people, so that's why I gave you a call. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. care. I don't care. I don't care. Not at uh, all. I do uh, this for fun. And when I get a chance to come on a channel like this, the yeah. answer is always yes. I don't care if I was the backup to the backup. It's all good. Excellent. So uh, how do you feel about we won our first bit of silverware this, this season? For one Part one of the, the Cinquente, the, the tw twin couple, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Dude, I don't give a shit about preseason games. This isn't Tottenham where they make videos about winning preseason cups. Did we, that one that we did preseason in, 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 in America, did we get any trophies for any of those games? The, uh, the All-Star game, did we get a trophy for that? Because that, make, that okay. makes two. All right, dude, I, I guess I have to explain this. I effing hate preseason. I don't <laughs> give a crap about it. You know, if we win or lose, I just want to, you know, I want to see the guys and, you know, what Arteta's cooking up. I don't give a crap. I totally forgot we were playing today. I didn't that even watch never it. happens in the regular season. No, I didn't watch it. I had no idea what was going on. So, I mean, if, if we beat Barcelona 5-3 and Barcelona beat Man United, surely that means we've won a trophy. Oh, dude, dude, are you trying to aggravate me? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> if anybody does know, let me know, because uh, I want to polish that up and put it on the mantelpiece piece, because it's, uh, it's a great time uh, to be alive. This raining trophies at the end, uh, which, is, which is great. It's so nice. The last few times I've been on, on YouTube or whatever your channel is on, I've been outside and it's been yeah. boiling hot. Uh, so it's nice to be, as as my buddy just said, uh, back in my dungeon in the comments. Mr. Arsenal. So what have you made about the, the signings? Are you happy with the, oh, the players? Dude, how could you not be? How could you not be? I'm like 90% over the moon with everything we've done. The only thing that bothers me is this Balogun saga because it's going to sound like I don't like the guy, but I do. But for me, that's a guy that wants to take the path with the least resistance. Oh, internationally, uh, USA kind of sucks. I could start over there. Oh, I, I have to battle in Kedia for, for a job at Arsenal. Oh, come on. Just uh, no more, no more loans. And you know what his mistake was going to the media and telling them that he asked Arsenal to lower his price when you go to the media arsenal gets rid of you so put it this is going to end soon and then i'll feel a lot better about transfers balligan's gone bet the house on it because he went he went to the media he, he could have just said to arsenal hey could you lower my price a little instead he went to the media remember what happened to bamiyang you remember what happened with him oh, two years ago he was late again uh arteta's like okay dude Suspended. He went to the media the next day. That was the end of Aubameyang. You don't do that. Our Arsenal does shit with class. We don't go blabbering to the press. F that. So Balogun's gone. You can bet the house on that. And Matt Turner, I was never confident enough in him. If, gosh forbid, Ramsdale went down for two or three months, you want that MLS goalie trying to win us the Premier League title? I'm sorry. I don't mean that. I, I meant that a lot softer than it sounded. <laughs> uh, an inexperienced guy like that trying to win a trophy for us. You can bet the, the farm that because you already bet the house. You can bet the farm 
that Ramsdale's gone. I'm not Ramsdale. Matt Turner's gone too. Matt Turner's gone. Balogun's gone. And that is like a five-minute answer to am I happy with this transfer window? Yes. So we've gone from having three USA internationals to one in the space of a month to none, <laughs> to zero. We, we've, we've got rid of all of them. That's yeah, sad. well, what are you going to do? I'm happy for Trusty, actually. 24 yeah. years old, gets to play in the Premier League. He did it the right way. He went on loan. He worked his ass off. Not like Balogun. Someone hand me a job, please. <laughs> maybe, maybe. he. I, I spit when I talk about him because, you know, this time last year, um, Danny, I made a video in a Vietnam Memorial Park, uh, an Arsenal preseason video. And for like one minute straight, I went off on Arsenal saying, stop leading Enkedia on. The man is not good enough to start for us. He has no future here. Stop leading the man on. I was wrong. <laughs> Dead wrong. And now I cannot wait. I hope we're not selling him. And I don't think we are. I think it's Balogun. I know it's Balogun going. I want to see Enkedi. He stepped up for us. Arsenal fans have the memory of a goldfish, Danny. You know that's true. They have a memory of a fucking goldfish. Enkedi, Manchester United. Enkedi was very, very good for us. Stepped in very well. Yeah, he cooled off. But we didn't lose the the title because of Enkedi. We... I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm very passionate about guys like Balogun. I said two months ago, we're not going to get more than 40 million for this guy. The French league is the seventh ranked league in the world. No one's going to pay 60 million for him. <laughs> One of your fellow Americans, Mr. Waffles, says uh, Balogun went on loan and killed it. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I hear my son in the background. Um, Look, uh, I'm going to say it nice. With all the shouting, he probably thinks you're having a turn or you're being burgled. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I want to say it calmly, okay? The French League is ranked seventh in the world. I know Manchester United just spent a fortune on someone um, that, you know, is kind of Balogun, you know, talent-like. But it doesn't matter. Two wrongs don't make a right. Pepe, when Pepe came here... Oh, my gosh. Every single person I know that I had any ounce of respect for told me Pepe is going to be amazing. You can't judge the French League. You cannot get 60 or 70 million. I don't care. I know Saudi Arabia is driving up the price of every player, but no, tough. If a player wants to go to Saudi Arabia, that tells you a lot about them because you're not going to win any cups over there. You're not going to Champions League over there. Not yet. Not until they buy the Champions League and then they're all in. <laughs> uh, yes. Should we, should we oh, do some predictions then? See, see what yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you got me all get, riled up. I think you can get all the way through the predictions without having a heart attack. Um, so there we oh, go. Put that's a touchy there. spot with me, Balogun. Uh, yeah, well, it's annoying. Oh, You've gee, got a touch of the that? I didn't know there's going to be homework. What's I, I'm not looking at that. Are you going to ask me questions? Because yes. if I have to read that. No, no, I fill it in as we go along. Right, okay. so who's going to win the Premier League this season? <laughs> you know, remember two years ago when we most of us were like, oh, my God, Amazon's making a documentary about Arsenal. I don't fucking want to watch that fucking shit. We went from like that two years ago to Premier League title contenders. Two years. Yeah. And you know what? And you know what? The team learned a lesson that documentary year. And then last year, after the last season, someone asked Odegaard, so you're over that last season yet? And he said, it, it'll be lifetimes before I'm over that season. I think that's the 
the attitude that Arsenal has coming into this Premier League season. And I think we're going to squeak by Manchester City and win it because we want it more. Over those cooking turds in Manchester City. I wonder if the lawyers will get him out of this one. Possibly not. Probably not. So I'm going with Arsenal because it's just been steady progression. And they're going to use that disappointment of last year that we all felt. that We were all crushed. And the players, they're going to use that and turn it into positive energy and win the title this year. It's going to be what you guys like to call squeaky bum thing, but we're going to win it. Is that did I use that term right? Uh, oh, uh, you did speak about time. Glenn, turn your voice down. You were like English fans before Iceland game in Euro 2016. <laughs> he sold Eddie's, um, Eddie's proper headphones, so that's why these ones are a little bit crackly. Plus, yeah. plus, he can't sit still. I've never known it. If you sat still for more than four seconds, you like um, that, that um, Jason Statham film where he's got to jump start his heart all the time with, with, <laughs> with electricity. If you stop moving, <laughs> you don't see it. I, I saw that movie. Um, uh, for you people that were here in the beginning, uh, my dogs chewed my headphones and I'm using these headphones from like 1995. Uh, who's going to be Arsenal's top goal scorer for all competitions? Most people are going Saka. Oh, I hate to be like the majority but yeah, the first name that came to my head was Saka because I think he's going to eat I, I think he's going to challenge for for the gold title in the Premier League hopefully he's uh, he's not showing any signs of slowing down or leveling out uh, how about uh, where Spurs going to finish <laughs> that you see you know what that's a tricky question before the transfer window closes uh if they uh lose Kane 10th if they keep him Seventh. Wow. Seventh. You've been very generous there. There's a lot of good teams ahead of them. Uh, Arnie says 10th. That's uh, that's not too bad. FA Cup winners. Um, oh. Uh, who was on before you? He had a Leeds fan on before you, and he said Newcastle to win both. Hmm. League Cup and FA Cup. Oh, I know who I think is going to win this, because every time I go on one of these shows, everybody's talking shit about Manchester United. I think they're a freaking good team. Manchester United's going to win the FA Cup. Oh, our Femi said that. I found a few nearby stores. Echo, shut up. Oh, I thought uh, that was about, fun. Okay, go ahead. No, my cat's tail hit the my Echo device and then it, it started telling me about where to buy flowers. Yeah, I like more flowers. How about the League Cup winner? What are you going to pick for that? Uh, you know what? That's the one cup Manchester City will win. Oh, we yeah, had a spate everybody. of loads of people picking Man City, and then the no, no one's done it since uh, yesterday. Oh, oh now I see what you're doing. Oh, so I'm that little yes. thing down there, and I've got the big thing up here. Okay. Ah, but if you want, I can zoom in a little bit. No, no, dude, it. I'm talking directly. I, I what, what I'm trying to do is talk to my camera thing on top of my laptop, so it looks like I'm looking everybody in the eye. Ah. Fair, furry muff. Right. So Man City for the League Cup, Champions League. What do you think there? Oh, Champions League. Um, hmm. If you listen See, this you is tough because I really. I'm sorry. Go ahead. If you listen carefully, you can hear his his um, brain telling his heart. We're not picking Arsenal. Shut it. Uh, no, 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 no. We're not. We're not quite ready to win the Champions League yet. Um, too many inexperienced players. You know what? If Bayern get Harry Kane, I would pick them. But I'm going to have to go at Real Madrid. 
yeah it is it is the housewife's choice because uh it's the logical did, choice did anybody mention if, if how good byron would be if they do get harry Kane? <laughs> because we wow. had one person pick Bayern munich and that was chris your fellow oh, okay. um fair american down in florida Oh, okay. I think he was being chased by Gators at the time, so I'm not sure <laughs> how much we can put into that. Now, uh, top goal scores, most goals scored by a player from the Premier League, but including all competitions. Oh, boy. Holland is an easy choice. Rashford is a pretty easy choice. Saka is sound. That, that, that's my fucking heart talking, not my head. Um, I'm going go Rashford. Well, how many do you think? Do you think he's going to score more than Haaland? Yeah, I do. And I want to be different. Fuck you. Fair <laughs> enough. Hey, SHF, I can guarantee no one else is going to pick Rashford. Uh, but... well, I honestly believe he's go he's going to be in the top three in scoring. So why why not pick him since everyone else? Well, I didn't – that part. Look, yeah. he's going to be in the top three. Rashford's going to be in top three scores, and, and I think he's going to score the most. There you go. That they are in – the uh they're in the Europa League and they will be smashing teams left, right, and centre with goals there. So maybe that maybe that'll be it might be a sneaky one. Do you um do you care about the champions, the championship division? Do, who do you think is gonna win? Oh that? dude, I try to watch at least one game one a game season? a week. At, yeah. uh, no, one game a week, and I do like to watch the highlight show too. Um and I'm a hopeless romantic. I'm so excited Sunderland's back in the Championship. I know, I know, I know, but I'm happy for them. They have we very had someone pick Sunderland. We had uh, Mike McDonald. Fans. Yeah, nice. Mike. They have, but that no, I'm not. Are you asking me who's going to win it? No, yeah. I, the hopeless romantic in me. Oh boy, who's all right? Let me think for a second. Uh, da, 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 da. Millsborough, uh, Leeds. I hate that Leeds was relegated. The Premier League is better when Leeds is in the Premier League. Um, and I think Sunderland's going to win, um, uh, you know, the wild card thing. I don't know what you guys call it. Um, Playoff. Yeah. Yeah. So the top two, uh, Middlesbrough and Leeds, and Sunderland is going to win that playoff. So you're picking Middlesbrough to be champions? Yes. Jolly good. Now, first Premier League manager to be fired. Oof. Okay, I'm going to say the first name that came in my head, but I don't like saying it because i like the guy david moyes um i i feel he's i just feel he's gotten a bum rap but he he's he's the first to go five uh, six people out of 18 oh, okay. have said so a third of people agreeing you with you and saying and moyes so you've got a couple of um yeah you, you've got a couple of ones there that people haven't already picked man united for the for the league cup Mini FA Cup, Man City, the only thing they're going to win is going to be the League Cup. I would love that season if that's all they won is a proxy League Cup to put it with all the other <laughs> League Cups they won, uh, a trophy that they don't care about. And uh, that would be wonderful. And Rashford, yeah, Man United are going to be Europa League, good run next season. They're probably going to make the final. I mean, you would expect Man United to make the final. Nice attacking football. So uh, there you go. That's that's all your predictions. So um, Oh, awesome. Can, can I just... I, Danny, this is like you gotta admit, uh, you don't like to show your emotions because you're from the UK and the stiff, stiff upper lip and all that other shitty stuff. But I'm telling you right now, hang on, dude. Arsenal, it's a friggin' roller coaster ride this year. It's gonna be so much fun. I have not been this positive. I have not been this positive, and I don't know how long. 
2004-5, the last time we were this happy <laughs> and ex- expectant, and then that all turned to shit, didn't it? Oh, oh, oh wait, 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 why did you just have to take a little dump in the corner, Danny? Got a question for you from Arnie in Iceland. He says, uh, do you want Stoke back in the Premier League? Fuck no. Uh, you know what? I, that fucking manager for Stoke made them so hard to watch. I can't remember his name. All he did was play defense and then lob it all over. Oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, look, I know Stoke fans are awesome. I, I'm not just I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, but uh, the last time I saw them, I didn't like the football they were playing. I just can't remember the name of that manager, and it's killing me. Um, oh, um, Stan? No. I, I don't remember, dude. I don't remember. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, I, I like Stoke. I do. I mean, I, I, I like fans of almost every club. Except Spurs. Uh, <laughs> Tony Pulis. Yeah, Tony Pulis. That's the fucker. <laughs> That's I hate watching teams coached by him. That's the guy. And it's funny you knew that, too. It's, uh, I didn't. Mr. Waffles put it in there. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry. And and I'm maybe Tony Pulis is a fucking fantastic guy, but he's no. shit manager. Fucking shit. No, man. The most unentertaining uh... football. The most uh I you know, I thought uh, Unai Emery was too defensive. This guy makes Unai Emery look like a bomb forward kind of coach. Forget it, man. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's I'm so crying. sorry this is over. I hope I get an invite to another show where where I can yell. <laughs> Yes, you get a new headphone. But I'm so, I'm sure. Yes, you I'm gonna. You'll be, you, you'll be organising one because you do you do regular podcasts. Tell people where they can find you on Twitter and tell them about the other podcasts that you've moved oh, right on. Glenn Glenn AFC New York, uh, New York, New York, New York spelled Y L Y A L K. I'm sorry, did that name when I didn't freaking know anything, and I should have just made a nice short thing. So I'm sorry about that. Um, that you can go to Glenn AFC New York on. Twitter. Twitter or uh, YouTube. I'm going to start the videos up now. The season's starting again, and um, you can find me once a week. Um, a bearded gooner. I don't know his handle that we used to say when CBs were popular. Uh, so <laughs> everyone, everyone knows Tanner, though. Oh, okay. Everybody knows him. So, yeah, and he's a great guy, and he puts on a great show. Although they egg me on a little too much once in a while, but um, I had noticed. <laughs> But Danny, dude, um, I I can't wait to meet you in person. I told Danny in a DM, I'm like, dude, get ready. I'm going to hug you. How tall are you, Danny? So, so I well, can get the my last hug time ready. I, the last time I stood up, it was 1995 was the last time I stood up, and then I was about five foot ten. Oh, okay. You just uh, thank you for using the American uh, numbers. Uh, by the way, I have yeah. no idea what the others mean. I, so, so, so you're only an inch taller than me. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, cool. I was then. I'm probably shorter now. I've not stood up for what best part of thirty years. <laughs> so I'm probably I could be five foot six. I mean, I, when I'm in the shops and people see me and they say how tall you, I always tell them I'm six foot eight. Because they look at me, and I don't think they want to be rude and then pick on me and go, "You're not six foot eight. You're fucking deluded." <laughs> oh man, I love you so much. Uh, thanks yeah. for having me on. Oh, what's what's Will saying? Here? Call yourself till the end. Of this. What? You, I didn't see that. Um, okay, dude. Thank you so much. I gotta go because my son will burst in here shortly. Because I told him six thirty the latest, and it's probably past yeah. that. Oh yeah, six thirty-two. Yeah. Um, uh, Dude, don't be a stranger. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody who's watching this, who's going to watch later. Uh, 
Danny's the best. Make him show you some of those pictures of when he was younger. They're hysterical. Make him show those pictures. That's not Danny. Show them the pictures you were showing him, Dan. I got to go, guys. There you go. That's the picture that, uh, that you want to be showing. I've sent that to Sean once. <laughs> anyway, uh, there you go. Glenn's gone. Uh, that's all of the shows for today. I hope you're still enjoying these shows. And uh, oh, BX is there. Yes, so uh, that's it. Thank you very much, everybody, for putting up with us all day long. Tomorrow, we have got Melvin Marks. We have got Cookie from the same old Arsenal. We've got Josh, Ellis, and Richard from ABW. And... Uh, we have also got Owen from the Gooners, but he's coming out of semi-retirement, and that's it. And then on Friday, we've got Mr. Fife, X of ABW. Uh, it's still an ABW legend I've put him down. As we've got FK, uh, Travis, and we have got Ryan, who was in the chat, uh, in the chat earlier. And there you go. And then on Saturday, we have got another four or five lined up. Only meant to be about 10 or 15 people. This, but it seems it's gone way out of control, and now every podcaster in the world is doing one. So, uh, oh, there we go. Mr. Waffles is saying, thanks, David. Let me have a look. David is doing 11 p.m. UK time on Saturday night. Get your dancing clogs on. And Mr. Banana is there. Glenn is a scream. He is brilliant. Shame about his shitty audio, but he's one of my favourite people. He's wonderful to listen to, and he's so fun. He's so animated compared to my... If I blink doing a three-hour show, that wears me out. That's about as much as I can be bothered to do. Right, people, I'm waffling. It's time to go. Thank you very much, everybody. All of my guests today, which has been uh, Trevor from the Guns and Yellow Ribbons, Fergus from Guns and Yellow Ribbons, uh, Jassy, the French Gooner, Jimmy from MW, I'm the Leeds United fan from uh, Love Leeds 1919, and Glenn minute ago that's us now i will see you tomorrow for the first show at 6 p.m and then see you then and uh, we've won a trophy people the quadruple is back on thank you very much as soon as i scored that goal i was fucking livid get down dog splendid business he nearly caught the bloody thing what are you talking about <laughs> So I was just eating a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at it. So when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately and get the brown sauce on them and bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.